co, co, come mai, co, come mai, la Champions League tu non la vinci mai, co, come mai, co, come mai, la Champions League tu non la vinci mai. Yo, 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 and welcome back to Serie A Spotlight, episode 32. We're your hosts, Matt and Jake. And we've got something a bit special lined up for all of you today. We've got a Juve special on the cards. So with us, we have... Carl. Hi. And Steve. Steve is one of our number one fans. Jake's childhood friend yes, as well. You might recognize him from the question segment. Well, Carl has never listened to a single episode in his life. <laughs> I've, listen, I've listened to three. Which one? Which one? Two in the beginning and one along the way. Why did you stop listening, man? I'm not ready for this pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here now, right? And that's all that matters. I'm just making up for it. That's all. I'm making up for it. Just how many of your friends came came on as a as a host, not a, not a host, I guess. Yeah. Well, so far we've had Benji Flynn, we've had Meagles, Be- and, and we've had Mintoff, Be- Grima. Mintoff, Grima. So all their friends that like football except for us. Exactly. Now we're up. We're exactly. With the eighth choice, we are. What's on? Exactly. Enjoy your <laughs> moment. Top ten. Top ten. I haven't had a friend on yet. They were always Jake's friends normally, even from the group chat. I mean, you met them first mm. and, and kind of all that jazz. So pleasure to have you on, Carl. Thank you very much, Steve. I am Matt's friend. <laughs> I would consider you a good friend of mine sure, as well, sure. but primarily, obviously, there's that. Before before we get down to the, the politics of this podcast, um, Steve, your dad is an Inter fan. Yes. What happened, man? So, when you're raised in a family of hardcore Inter fans, and my other side of the family is hardcore Milan fans, naturally you want to rebel, and match <laughs> up with the side which is Juventus. Been a Juve fan since 2003, thanks to FIFA, as it was the only team I could beat my father on. Okay, <laughs> respect. Fair enough. Amazing. Respect. Why are you a Juve fan, Carl? What, who does your it's, dad It's two genera- third generation. My nano was a huge Juve fan, so was my dad, and I obviously got it from my dad. Um, okay. But when I was younger, it was more my nano. But then around my nan was my grandfather for, for our foreign <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, no. <laughs> but, but yes, yes, uh, now it's, it's kind of a love me and my dad both share. We went to watch them a few times together. But, but to be honest, in the last year, it's been more me watching mm. games alone at my friends on my phone. Because I'm moving out of that phase. But yes, I, I do love a good game with my dad. Respect. It, it, I probably have the most interesting journey here. As I was always a Real Madrid fan growing up because of Thomas. Our, uh, our cousin. I wanted to expose you, to be honest. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> I was a, a massive Real Madrid fan until, I think, five, six years ago. We used to argue about which game to watch uh-huh. on the TV. But, but it was always me. It was always it me. Was, we'd, we'd always watch me because I'd say I prefer Serie A nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself watching so much Serie A, so much Milan, not watching Real at all because the Spanish league, let's be honest, it's fucking boring, it's ass. So I was watching Serie A all the time. I caught myself chanting Milan songs, shouting when Milan scored, so what the fuck? You got into the, into the culture. Exactly. Sure. So, so I It's the best when it's a natural relationship. When you exactly. don't force it, like, you just I, fall in love I mean, with the club. Kind you, of. you can't decide <coughs> what team to support. I mean, you can, but when you're four years old, three years old, you don't know which team, you know, lines up with your mentality, what you like, what you dislike. So, now, it's a passion we both share very much. Indeed. And it's a lot easier like this, it has to be said. Exactly. But we've got two Juve fans with us now. We're here to have... I think it will, it's going to be a nice combination of tragedy, but like 
positivity as well because Juve are, are rising from the dead. But I think there's a good segue into the mm-hmm. first question. We get to praise them, we get to shit on them a little exactly. bit. Exactly. <laughs> That's one whole bad season. That's all I was about to say, man. This <laughs> is the <laughs> 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 Like, they were dying for some new events. Of course, man, we've been waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 10 years it's been. Now the turn of new time. What are we going to do? Before it was like, haha, you lost in the Champions League final. Like, no, they were crying. Seven Scudetto's in a row, but. So, um, coming into the season, guys, you had Ronaldo lined up, you had Allegri back at the helm. Where did you think you were going to end up? Alright, I'm gonna go ahead. Um, to be honest, in the first, when I saw Allegri back, I was pleased. I was pleased because um, I felt it was a safety net that with Ronaldo we had to use to, to really get the most out of him, out of his old age. A guarantee. A guarantee, literally not a risk, something that maybe you needed at the time. Um, that being said, as you mentioned before we started, Steve, um, it wasn't like kind of, you knew what, what, where he's going to peak, Allegri, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? For he sure. had to speak, he had the finals. We know what he's capable of, but when I saw him coming in, like if you compare the team we have now against the team we had in 2018, this team is so much weaker. weaker I mean, yes, I'm saying sure. 2018, I'm saying the Cancelo year. I mean, Cancelo was so inspiring. He made Alexandro pull out his Brazilian passport and he was doing tricks like, Alexandro <laughs> now was like, yeah. he's been so bad recently. For sure. Did you think you were going to win the league though? I was unconvinced coming from fourth to first mm. is difficult. I did think we'd have a better start. Okay. Well, mm. I, I, I personally, just to jump in, I thought Juve were going to win the league as soon as I, I saw Ronaldo I with Allegri so, back. I knew what was coming. I knew it was going to be a couple of, maybe to start with a couple of unconvincing one nils, maybe dropping points where maybe you shouldn't. But I think how Allegri has been with Juve so far obviously there was that slower start than would have anticipated which is uh, i mean we'll we'll get to that soon but allegri's pretty much i mean this is what he can do for you yes. this current run that you guys are on that is what he brings to the table it's not flashy but it's 16 games in a row it's consistent man and he's always been that guy he's always mm-hmm. been the, the, the three points three points three three points. Points. Exactly. one nils, one nils, one nils, whatever. it's a win man it's and he win. makes the most out of the squad that he has as well so sure. have to he knows him. the players he yeah. knows the culture he knows los Stilo, juve he's very mm-hmm. well versed mm-hmm. true do you think that ronaldo's time at juventus was successful Go so, ahead. Uh, from my point of view extremely not even Remove his figures, how much he scored, like just his impact on the Serie A in general. Mm. I feel like he put Serie A on the map. A lot of other leagues were taking notice. A lot of even Premier fans, La Liga fans were just seeing what's happening in the Serie A just to see what Ronaldo is doing mm. with Juve. So I feel like there was a lot more um, clout basically yes. for Serie A. It was mm. a much more in demand league. And of course, I mean, when you look at his figures, his goals, the impact that Atletico Madrid second leg game, mm. my God. No. I mean, as a Juve fan, I can't remember since Del Piero against Real Madrid in the 2 in the such that. a solo job. Yeah, that free kick and that long range shot. And the long goal. range shot uh-huh. against Casillas. I exactly. mean, since that game, I haven't seen a one game like Ronaldo against Atletico Madrid. He ran the show. It's true. Mm. I mean, with Bernardeschi on the wing, like, I mean, it, it was a one-man show. Of course. Now you look at his numbers, 98 games, 81 goals. That's, that's crazy to be honest. <laughs> he, was, he was what, fucking 34? <laughs> when know, he joined or something like that. Um, Carl, do you think it was successful? Let me make a point. I agree completely with the whole, like, it was good in terms of business and getting Serie A on the map and even Juve and, and there was a whole, like, rebranding around him and, you know, the whole, like, 
long words and then like all that stuff. <laughs> you know, the, the seven, like CR7, all that stuff. All that, all that. But, but then, then again, as a team, as a core, as the players, I do not think it was the greatest impact, especially when he left. Like, he left an empty dressing room and a huge hole. It was, we depended, which was our mistake, but obviously when you sign a world class player, not world class, one of the best in the world, top two, whatever, top one, debatable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when you sign a player like that, you're going to re- revolve your team around him. Um, so he did bring a lot of good, he did bring the goals, but when he left, he left that not huge gap, that huge hole. I, I would that say. was filled with, let's, let's say this, Moise Ken. Come on, mm-hmm. that was the signing that was supposed to... But like, you know that was a panic buy. Yes, yes, for sure, 100%, <laughs> but it was what it was, like, it was what, and that was the buy. Like. Okay, in 2018, who did we have? Who scored the first? Exactly, exactly. Uh, there was that one kid. That one kid back. who like, had some hype around him. I feel like it was all about getting the DNA back. Um, with, with Allegri, yeah, Moise Kane, uh, no, he could point, dance right. as well. We're getting Pogba back. We'll get into that. We'll get into that soon but as well. I feel like Ronaldo was brought in to win the Champions League. Would you agree? That's so, his mission. So mission that was the, the objective. Yeah, mission failed. No, we signed him from the team. We lost the Champions League final too in exactly. 2017. Mm. So Allegri was like, okay, if we remove that player from the equation and bring him into our team, <laughs> we should win, right? Mm. We reach the finals without him. With him, we should just push that extra step to win. Exactly. It. And then Ajax. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> fine, fact, Steve. <laughs> in fact, you don't need... That's a perfect like segue. Perfect can, I, can I make a point please, about, please, about Ronaldo before we move on? Um, basically, I think, obviously, great impact on Juve. I, I go so far as to say, had he not been at Juve, in the Sarri season or the Pirlo season, for example, then Juve wouldn't have had the success that they had, meaning maybe they wouldn't have come fourth under Pirlo and maybe they wouldn't have won the league with, with um, uh, Sarri. Agreed but, that, but don't underestimate Higuain. No, 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 oh, yes. no, 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 I'd never Especially chubby Higuain. Higuain. <laughs> Especially <laughs> chubby Higuain. But my point is, I think there came a certain point where he kind of sucked the life out of Juve yes, towards yes. the final seasons where I was speaking to a couple of Juve fans at, at work back in the day and they said, we can't wait to have Juve back yeah. when Ronaldo... I, I had that feeling, man, also. Mm. It's yeah. like he becomes a team, even Exactly. Like, Ronaldo and his bitches. <laughs> exactly, Ronaldo and his angels. This reminds me, I've been looking for this Instagram post this entire time by Cristiano. This caption at the end of the year. 2021 is coming to an end, and it was far from being an easy year, despite my 47 goals scored across all competitions. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like COVID and all that, you know, it hasn't been easy, despite my 47 goals this year. Jesus Christ. You're Some might say it was an easy year, because I got 47 goals, you know what I mean? But in reality, it wasn't. So, um, Juve haven't lost in Serie A in 16 games, guys. Do you think you can win the league? I'd like to believe so. I'd like to believe so. I think consistency is key, especially in Serie A, because teams slip up in Serie A. Mm-hmm. Milan slip up, Inter slip up. They do. Mm-hmm. They're known, especially towards the end of the season. Um, so I think if you keep a consistency, I think Champions League is pretty much sorted at this point. Yeah. Pretty much sorted. Um, I have trust in the team. I have trust in, in, in the mister. Um, so so, so uh, for now, I, I think we are on the right track for this season. I don't know if, if with the current squad and, and Allegri would be in the running for the next next season's title instantly, but I think where mm-hmm. we are now, we, we did the most of what we have. For sure. I think, so. I think if it wasn't for our extremely slow start, we'd definitely be 
on the way to coming first, but I do think there's a bit too much of a point gap and it's too late in the season. I feel like Milan have a very strong team. I'm a huge Leao fan. I'm nice. an absolute Leao fan. Same, man. And mm-hmm. I feel like Inter will, will are hard to keep dropping points. Yes, they're going through a lull, but they're mm-hmm. Inter. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. squad depth they have. I mean, give, give Juve, Brozovic, we yeah. are uncontested first. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Brozovic, he is unbelievable. So I'd say so good. my favorite player will be Leao from Milan and Brozovic from Inter. Perisic, good shout. Perisic Anyone from Napoli? You, you want to give a shout no, out? No, fuck Napoli. no matter how well Napoli do, Juventus always do better. Yeah. <laughs> like, they got 91 points. Yeah, and Juve just and Juve stopped them, man. 93. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Last year, the Champions all they had to do was beat Verona. They didn't. <laughs> and Juve <laughs> slipped in on the last day. It's in their DNA to be second to Juve. That's so, like, 91 Juve points was the highest was like point. At, at Zaza goal, I think, in the, like, against Na- Napoli in like the 90th minute. That's, I'm not sure if it was Zaza, man, we're going too far. The Verona game, Faraone had scored it. Had scored it. Faraone, Faraone. That, that was last season. Season, no, uh-huh. 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 the right back. A Juve shirt with his with his name on it. What 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 the hell were we discussing? Can I say one more thing about Please. Ronaldo? Yes. Um, um, the whole like because you said it brought players away, it brought people watching. What I didn't like as a Juve fan, as a person who loves the club, oh, is that the Ronaldo when, fan when, when, when you mm-hmm. see people watch for Ronaldo and the second that like he gets subbed off or he doesn't have a good game or whatever it, it just collapses this whole Juve love mm. as a true fan you hate it man you yes, hate it yes, as much yes, as it brings yes. eyes it brings money it brings popularity it doesn't bring it fans it brings plus fans literally yeah. that's exactly. it the Ronaldo fanboys like Ronaldo's team is too bad he can't be performing and Hazard, the, the, they'd be saying negative remarks against players who were playing so well like they were, I was hearing Chiesa is selfish how is Chiesa yeah. <laughs> I mean he's because they, the they don't have literally I agree with you I agree with you no like like you said it brings about a bunch of plastic fans at the end of the day this is why uh, this is an argument Florentino Perez made about the Super League he's like no one follows clubs anymore. They follow their idols. They follow sports personalities. They follow the Ronaldo's, think, the Messi's. I didn't think it was a thing until Ronaldo mm. joined. And mm. I saw the it's influx of Ronaldo fanboys. Uh-huh. Of course. And that's what I like about Milan, because we don't necessarily sign anyone in their prime, which is and something we, the, we discussed. I'd love Milan. that. <laughs> 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 about my team, how good. That's it's, it's, no, but it is, it is good. It's a whole business For side. Sure. That, that when you get it right. Uh-huh. It's well, working. It it's working, working out well. perfectly. It's balancing the books. And we're first. Which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with with regards to um, Juve's chances for the league, just to go go a bit back on mm-hmm. on topic, um, I think basically as as you mentioned, that slow start obviously didn't didn't help. I think the chances there. I think we're seeing particularly Inter slip up quite a bit. Um, now there's they they have three games on the trot in, in a week I believe they have the Bologna game and then they have Udinese I believe and then someone else right after so just because they don't have Champions League it doesn't mean that they're not stacked with fixtures um, that could potentially set them back a little bit I think Milan and Napoli we've both seen that they are capable of dipping and their teams are quite they could tend to be quite injury prone so I see Juve pushing to the final they may be being two points off or being really close, maybe even slipping into second. I do anticipate that 100%. But not a win, not a win. I don't think they'll win the league, but I think Fair they'll enough, get yeah. super, super close, mm-hmm. man. Uh, when I say they win the league, I obviously have that, have that like 10% Juve fan. Yes, like, let's, let's go, let's win the league. That's like, it was like it was the dream. 
especially with a whole season of you guys shoving like Milan down my throat. Is that doing so well. <laughs> if at the end of the season we're going to win, it would be beautiful. Can, Can you imagine nine years of that? way back will you ever break into top four this season they were both like no i think not necessarily mm-hmm. just that, I, was, I was saying no 100 percent. you were no, saying no 100 but i was yeah, saying yeah, i was yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. will start racking up those one nils if you but, remember but that's said, like atalanta are too strong uh-huh. they won't, uh-huh. they won't and, and i don't think to be to be fair to myself <laughs> i i don't think anyone anticipated atalanta to have this dip. true seventh place yes, well, what, yes. what the fuck is going on well, and they brought it upon themselves by Aggravating their best players in Germany. Exactly. So, but to be yeah. fair, I, I also didn't anticipate that Juve would randomly go 16 games w- without without losing. Allegri. You know, so that, that's what they got by by bringing on Allegri again, mm-hmm. for sure. The game, that's by it. the way, was Cagliari that they have as well. Cagliari. And, and then after the who was it? So it was after the Bologna game. They have Sassuolo. Sassuolo okay. away, okay. and that's going to be a fun one. That's always a fun. It's always nice. 24th April. No, but I was saying Inter's fixtures. Oh, you were talking about Yes, yes, I was talking about Inter. So I was talking about Inter. Inter have a few tough ones coming Inter up. Inter have, uh, have Bologna and then Udinese, I believe. So Juve, they have Verona. After Verona, they've got Spezia. After Spezia, where the hell are they? They've got Roma. Roma that's Jesus a tough one. Christ. But I'm saying those three matches they have yeah. in a row on, on, on that week, uh-huh. they, they definitely have Bologna, that, that uh, game in hand that they currently yeah. have, and then Odinese, and then some other team. I'm not That's going to make or break their season, so we'll see. For sure, we'll see. for sure. But okay. Jake, because Please. I'm not, you're mainly asking the questions, I'm not hearing a lot of answers from you. What do you think mainly changed from Juve in order to get this to this point where they are at now fighting for the league? So I think under Allegri, it took some time to get used to what he wants, his demands, mm. like. Um, Vlavic certainly helped because mm. they have someone clinical. I think you, you know, and relying on Morata and on Keane to get the goals. And I love Vlavic. I love Vlavic. He's the man. He's the man of the art. He's fucking good. Like having him up front is definitely a safety net for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are adapting to the four-four-two. They're adapting to closing out games more, less mistakes afterwards. Like when they get that one little mm. advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. typically like earlier on, you you start winning one nil and then you concede and then you start panicking you try to attack and then sometimes you end up conceding again like these mm-hmm. minor sides that's not happening as much so I think they're really buying into the Allegri philosophy now uh-huh. in the league mm-hmm. I think with those couple of signings that were made by Uwe the, the Zakaria and Vlaovic I think more than just bringing in that insane talent and young players that are gonna find their primes at, at Juve I think also it was, it was just a matter of the availability within the team. So, as we were discussing before the podcast, it was the 4-4-2. And we're seeing certain players kind of being played out of position. And even though they would say, like, we, we saw Rabiot having a couple of good performances on, on the left, and it's just not consistent because they're not, natural, they're not natural in that, in that position. So I think what we're seeing now with having that Punta and Vlaovic, and it's something we stressed a lot, Juve mm-hmm. need a number nine, Juve need a number nine. Morata on the wing, Dybala behind the striker or on the other side or when Chiesa's fit, he's there. That three in the midfield, suddenly, suddenly, makes sense. Juve's midfield is looking good. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. <laughs> and by signing Vlaovic, they signed two players because Morata's a new player. Since yes, he's a it's true. He's <laughs> been reborn completely. Mm-hmm. completely. I thought you were going <laughs> to make a joke about his massive dick being signed. <laughs> <laughs> they signed Vlaovic and his, and his, massive, his massive dick. Hi, Carl's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> 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 he got it. <laughs> 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 
Can I say something about the about this whole um, no. keeping the one years? I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> um, someone who has really, 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 I feel improved and has been fundamental, and that is Delict man. I Delict love the guy. I love. There was the a guy, turning man. point. Quick there was note a turning on point. this: Delict plays much better when he is the superior defender. What do I mean? When he's playing with Bonucci, he kind of stays back, relies mm-hmm. a bit. When he's playing with Rugani, he makes Rugani his bitch. He's shouting <laughs> orders, telling yeah. Rugani what to do. And he, you kind of get a glimpse of Ajax. Ajax, yeah. When he's with Rugani, he is so solid because he runs r- runs the show. With Kellini, he's a bit better because Kellini kind of lets him do his own uh-huh. thing. And they both play on the correct side. Mm-hmm. With On the centre-back situation with Bonucci, Delict has to play on the opposite side, his comfortable player. Exactly. Uh-huh. But with Kellini being left footed, massive advantage. And I feel like Bonucci is also a bit of an ego. Yes. That, that, mm. that it'd be hard to, to burst onto the scene with more than Rugani. Like Rugani and, and Delict, there's clearly the a better. Spotlight on you. The spotlight yes, yes. on you. The Serie A spotlight. Say the same. That was brilliant. That was the first time anyone's got like applauded. There was definitely a massive turning point for, for the lift so much so that we pointed it out and we don't say many nice things about you. you but, but, but <laughs> like I think you'd remember that I mentioned him as Juve's worst performer from the start of the season until January. I still think that that's the case. It's just he's turned it up 100% and it would be a shame to see him leave because he's been linked with a move away now ever since the start of the campaign, ever since last summer really. Um, and I think seeing him grow into somewhat of a leader, like you well, said, sure. now there's Chiellini, who barely, I'm he not going to say he doesn't have, yeah. Yeah. Say he doesn't have legs on him anymore because he's still a good defender, but he has no legs on him anymore. Euro 2020, Chiellini exactly. Bonucci still uh-huh. like exactly. shit up. Exactly. Like. But that might have been the last dance. For sure. But, yeah. but Blaze of you Blue need Blue. to exactly. be a modern team. Yes. And to become that modern team, sometimes you need to let go of these kind of Bonucci and Chiellini's and you just need to get those modern centre-backs and, and some young talent over there. And I think the Ligt is a good way forward. I mean, think about the spine of Juve. There's, let's forget the goalkeeper. Let's not mention the goalkeeper. I'd, I'd love to discuss that. I we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get into it. But the Ligt, Locatelli, Vlaovic and Chiesa yes. being somewhere in the fray over there along the way. That's a backbone well. of the heart. That's a back, in, in three years, that will be one of the best backbones in the world, I would say. 100%. Locatelli, I, I can't say I'm 100% convinced about yet. Even me. Yeah, I've seen, really? I've seen mm-hmm. his, his like potential, but I'm not there yet. What kind of player do you see him as? Do you see him as a regista, no, as a mezzala? That's what I want to stress why Allegri has taken so long to play Artur as the regista, yes. to free Locatelli to play further up as mm-hmm. a box-to-box, mm-hmm. how we know that Vidal role. Exactly. Back exactly. in the 2015-2014, exactly, you know, yes. he's just running up and down. As he can provide to Vlahovic, to Morata, to Dybala, whoever he wants. When you give Locatelli, who has that creative spark, he can. He does, he does. He really can. And he has a shot on him. He has, if yeah. he's in front of goal, he's going to finish. Man. If you unleash him, he'll be good. Maybe that's why I don't, I'm not convinced yet, because you do see the, the He started now. Now he's playing uh-huh. Artur and... Locatelli that has up. to be the way to but go, for sure. Why has it taken so long? Like, I don't know, honestly. All the youth fans have been crying for this. Probably play. Arthur's poor form. As that, I don't think I was convinced yeah. about Arthur. I don't That's think so. It. And if, like, Arthur is a side pass merchant, I have to say it. The guy is a side yes. pass. Like, he has. That's true. He can, he can, he can be great. He can, like, he has. I, I, I see Bob the is. Brazilian flair in him, okay. and I see that he can have the vision and mm. spot a pass. But I don't know if it's a lack of confidence. I don't know if it's 
whatever. A good amount of time yes, before yes, they yes. will perform. You can't their just full throw potential. him in and be like, okay, exactly. performance. I think Artur and Locatelli on paper are two fantastic, fantastic players. But like we mentioned about them being played out of position, Locatelli's first season with a top, top, top flight club. For we sure. saw what he's capable of at uh, for for Italy, where he for the first couple of games Verratti wasn't playing and no one was questioning why is Verratti out of he the was team injured, he was at injured. that at that point. Yes, yes, but. They forgot about him with Locatelli. Yes, yes. He was that good. Those two goals that he scored in a single match. I want to say Switzerland, it but was. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Um, I think these players will both find themselves, particularly Locatelli. Give the man two, three seasons, and that he'll be Arthur is super. Twenty-five years old. I thought he was older. To be honest with you, he's pretty young, that man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Locatelli is twenty-four. Um, Locatelli used to play as a regista for Milan when yes. Bilia would be out. Mm-hmm. He was all right there, to be honest. He was always better as a mezzala. Then people realized this guy can shoot. Yes, you need exactly. him taking those shots he, from outside of the box. He scored the against Buffon. Remember the the one yes. oh the that, that half volley no do we need to revisit this half volley was on the floor was it not bouncing the edge no it was towards the right of the box exactly. on the on the edge of the box the that celebration was, nice was mental that, that was the second his second goal that season he had the first ah, goal he yes, scored was against Sassuolo I think and he cried he cried and then the second one his knee slid and like arms open only the different guy my god looking back at the time I would never think Milan are where they are now I would have thought that Locatelli and Cotrone would have been perfect Pivotal players for Milan by now, but exactly. it's fine. Pivotal players fighting for 10th. Kutrona, Kutrona. You saw the clip of, of Kutrona chatting shit about Cranio? No. But right, they, they, they play it's with really the other like, 21s together, okay. Kutrona and Cranio, so that, you know, they, they're supposed to have a good, a good bond. And Cranio pulled off a, a good save for Cagliari. Um, against against Empoli and I don't know if you know but Cranio has quite a stutter <laughs> when he no speaks idea. when he speaks <laughs> like it, it used it's, to be really bad it used to be bad it used to be better now he's a teenager now he's much better and you, he, he pulled off a good save against Empoli um, and on the bench it pans to Cutrone and in, in Italian he's saying that stuttering piece of shit <laughs> literally no way and I find that so disgusting yeah, man it's this guy is a professional football player dude you, that, the spotlight that, is on you literally. the spotlight's right. on you you can't be saying you, you have to know that the camera's gonna be on you at any second if you're at a five aside be, like between your friends <laughs> maybe maybe guys like, <laughs> like your closest of friends if you're there I shout out to John. John I chat so much shit in my five aside <laughs> But, but on the bench, as we said before, earning an insane wage, representing your club, which is also very important. You have to remember, you, 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 you wear a bad historic sure. team. Like you need sure. to be fucking careful. You can't, you can't cover your mouth. Like it's a exactly, exactly. Exactly. You see them do this all exactly. the time and have a chat. What the fuck, Cranio? <laughs> you know, how can you talk shit about Cranio? You know, there's so many people I could talk he's, shit about. He's a sweetheart and he's gargantuan in goals. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. He's been fantastic. Yes, he has been incredible. I see him. I see him. Future at Juve, Cranio. There's, there's, I see his there's a vacancy at Juve for a goalkeeper, which we're going to discuss soon because mm-hmm. of Chesney. You guys it don't looks like convincing. 
I don't like Shenzhen, man. Perrin. I don't Perrin. like Perrin. 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 I hate him, man. <laughs> how, can, how can you have a short keeper and off? He can't be good. He doesn't reach all the angles. But if you reach the right angle, you're going to fucking score, man. He's I'm out for him. He's a second place keeper. Like, he, yeah. he knows his place. Yeah, for sure. But, but as I'm saying, he's fucking short, man. I, I can't. I can't. I, no think, can't I don't think he's a long right, I can't stand You're it, right. Man. Bring in Pinsolio, dude. I am ready. Bring him in. Bring him in. He's 6'1". 6'1 for a keeper is quite it's short. No, he is short, to be honest. You, you see him in, 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 the, in the frame of goal and you see he's a short keeper. Yeah, I, I don't afraid that, man. I don't think he was so skinny, skinny. Like I thought he looked yeah. small. And he had long hair, like made him look a bit like a school No, Perrin's not a long-term solution. He's a good He's a good number. Yes, yes. And then he's a He's an okay second place. I don't shit on the guy too much, Miski. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I, I, the fact that he's short, man, I see him in goal and I fucking cringe, man. I fucking cringe. <laughs> We're also used to Buffon filling. Oh, yes, I'm Buffon. Uh, well, mm-hmm. like, we can't. The thing with Perrin is he's down. also very injury prone, which is weird for a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just punches the ball and then he ah. stays <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what now, man? What now? Get out, man. Covid like seven times. Yes. <laughs> Bro, get over it. Just wash your hands, man. <laughs> look at Perrin, and for some reason, the first thing I think about him in his private life is sniffing cocaine off a girl's clit. Like, him and Mattia Destro party together, like. Well, Alright, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Cranio is definitely a good option. Fantastic. Do you feel yeah. safe with Chesney and Gold? <laughs> Which part of the season are we talking about? In general, going into next season, like would you feel safe? He's, he's been at Juve for what, three seasons? I like him, give me those penalty saves, give yes, me that the, confidence, uh-huh. give me the that trash talk. trash talk. Mm. And he knows Juve, he knows the league, he knows what's expected of him. And Allegri trusts him, Allegri trusts him, I trust him. I mean, Allegri said no to sign Donnarumma because he had more faith in Chesney. I mean, oh. if that's not a testament to Allegri's faith in Chesney, mm. I don't know what it is. And I mean, Penalty saving is a technique. You either have it yes. or you don't. Uh-huh. And Chesney has no, it. No, Chesney definitely has There it. are some others where, you know, I'm terrible with his feet. Some goals at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. were completely his fault. Because it does nine points. But anyway, moving on. But how many penalties are going to save in a season, man? I get it. And it is a skill. But, like, realistically, will it well, change the season? Milan like, are the team which have had the most penalties in the past decade. I believe around 141. How much was it, mm-hmm. I don't Which is surprising looking at the penalties. You look at the league stats. Serie A is one of the leagues with the most penalties. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. And from uh-huh. that, just from that aspect that the referees tend to give maybe yes, maybe no penalties, having a good penalty saver and goal is a factor. But even when it comes to like the way he controls his box, he's good. Yes, yeah, like, he's, he's, he's good. He's kind he of error prone, especially towards the beginning of the season. He was making a few a few mistakes. Would you invest seventy million in an insane? Goalkeeper, or would you rather reinvest at seventy million somewhere else? Uh, let me tell you, man. If if it's the same thing we're gonna get out of Buffon, which I know is is far fetched, but if it is, and you're saying that is our long term seventy million investment, hundred percent, I'd go for it. I think a keeper is 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 like you have the backbone, but the keeper is where it all starts and ends. Mm-hmm. You have a good keeper is gonna push you forward, no one to pull you back. He controls the team. Distribution. Distribution. Mm-hmm. If he's a good keeper, if he's mm-hmm. that leader keeper that Buffon was, we okay. don't know. You would splash seven. I, I would. I would. I rate Chesney, um, but I've seen him fuck up mm-hmm. so stupidly that I, 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 every time he gets the ball, I do my heart skips a beat. No, uh-huh. It no. does, which I don't want. It used to happen with Buffon also towards the end. Uh, uh-huh. I remember he had a yeah, few they, blunders at the uh-huh. end. Buffon had has like. A Two left feet, like he's yeah. uh-huh. with his feet is terrible. Uh-huh. But that was a like Kellini, <laughs> like Kellini, like get the ball off this man. Two right feet. <laughs> but about 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 Chesney, I get that he has traits 
that make him a great goalkeeper. Not only penalties, obviously he's the best penalty, he's the best penalty stopper in Serie A. Granted, no debate whatsoever. Close second, Mike Manian, or whatever. <laughs> this um, Atletico, you guys mentioned him on, la- on last episode. What's his name? Uh, Vicario. Dragovski, uh, no. Ah, Dragovski of Fiorentina. He has an amazing ratio. I had him on Fanta last year, and for the reasons I won the entire thing because he saved loads of penalties for me even though Fiorentina were fucking yes, yes. terrible last season saving penalty after penalty no no his ratio is mm-hmm. unbelievable you know, but looking at looking at Szczesny I would I would say sure decent keeper mm-hmm. I wouldn't go so far to say he's a great goalkeeper I'd say he's a decent keeper I think on his day he's fantastic but when he has a slight off day I think he's shambolic mm-hmm. I think even though Allegri shows faith in him, you guys kind of like him, there's, you know, people like him within the UVF fan base. I think signing a great goalkeeper would impact the team more and than you'd believe. It doesn't believe. even need to be Way 70 million. You'd believe. You can crown you, if Kali yeah, gets relegated, you can get him 10, 12 million. Literally, like, literally. Let, let, let's, uh-huh. let, let's say 15 million and he's, and he's yours. Exactly, 15 Cranio, million tops. Kali right? You should pray He's 27 years old, like, please. The for guy, sure, the guy could go. For I still it. have the Donnarumma love story. I'm brewing in my head. Donnarumma, <laughs> Donnarumma unfortunately, <laughs> his life might be heading to a very, very I'm, dark moment. <laughs> I am very over Donnarumma. Like after the Euros, I was like, bring him in. I am so ready. Mm. That's but a like, few months ago. That yeah. <laughs> no, but he's the best penalty stopper in the world. And then I would say Donnarumma. Yes, agreed. that's for sure. I love to have him. He's huge. He's just chain smoking cigarettes, eating panettone at home every single night, like panettone. Just stuffing himself, <laughs> crying like he's been fucking up every single every game he game. plays. No, every game, every game. It's but fun. he's, it's he's also. Can you imagine being how old is he? Twenty? No, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Well, it's 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 somewhere somewhere there. He started early. Yeah. Can you can you imagine being a young goalkeeper? Sure, he has twenty-three. Like twenty-three. Twenty-three. No. Okay. Okay. Not too young anymore. No, but for a goalkeeper, he's basically six. Yeah. Six. But can you imagine, young guy, 23 years old, he's coming off what should have been the best summer of his life. Yes. Got Champions League with Milan, okay? Ziggit. I'm not going to talk about it too much. Ziggit. <laughs> and he won the Euros and he won player of the tournament, saved penalties in the final. Didn't even realize that they won because of him, didn't celebrate all this whole Brother. fucking beautiful thing. What a game. And then, you know, it happens. Falls out with Milan, totally. Milan bring on Manian. He's caught off guard, even though he had been putting off negotiating the contract That's for him. ages. Totally his fucking fault. Donnarumma, if you're listening, fuck you. Like, <laughs> fuck off, I hate you. Um, it's done. Literally. And that, that, that has to be impacting his confidence. I was it, about is, to say. it is, literally, players, footballers, humans, depression, anxiety, performance. And we're, we're talking about next level point. anxiety. Yeah? Keep, oh, keep in mind, sure. this guy's wage, this guy's pressure, what they expect out of him, and mm-hmm. the team he has around him. So he's at PSG now. Mm-hmm. He's surrounded by stars. Super stars. We, we expected, like, literally, we expected only the best, or me at least. I did. I, Ramos, even though, Messi, like, Neymar, what's that, Verratti, what's that? Hakimi, man. Even he has to bench Kaylor Navas. Even that, man. He's a fantastic keeper. And also him seeing Mainan performing so well also affects him. Course, there is no course, way it doesn't affect him. I think he's he the, the worst place him. he's been in his career right for now. Sure, for sure. sure. And he needs to bounce back. Huh? It's really bad. Because like, uh, at this rate, um, the Italian national team have a goalkeeper who doesn't start for his club. And that's weird. It is. You know? Like at that point, like 
you know, there are other goalkeepers who are very, very good. Like as we discussed, Cranio is good. You know, exactly. Sirigu puts in a shift. I don't know why he's with the national team, to be honest. Um, Consili should be there as well. I think Consili. Yeah, Consili should definitely be there. Sirigu, I feel like is a just to answer that question, is just a locker room player. Yeah, I think he's so. been through it yes. all. He's won. He's suffered. He knows what the players need, and a lot of players look up to him. He might have not had the craziest career, but a lot mm-hmm. of players look up to him. Just True. Seniority and even as a guy, I feel yes, like he's a gentleman. He leads. Yes. I feel like just going a bit back to Donnarumma, I think now is the perfect moment, uh, like next summer, for Juve to bring him on board. Why? He did so well at Milan because Milan gave him that special attention, that special care. Sure, they met his terms, which were gargantuan for a young goalkeeper, but they met those terms. Okay, he could have been streaky sometimes, for example, that final against Juve, where he made three fucking huge mistakes but you can really get the best out of Donnarumma he needs to be in a safe space he's a young guy he needs to see a project with a team don't toss him in the fray at PSG I think if he joins a humble Juve team like the one you have now I think he can really grow keep in mind team. also that for the first build up of his career he was always that guy he was always a 16 year old keeper coming up we all love him come on mm. Donnarumma future with us our idol exactly. our star now all of a sudden he's one amongst six mm. in this team where like he's Exactly, and, and the fans, fans the fans boo you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at every mistake. Ah. Can you imagine? Allah with Milan, I saw him do some terrible things on yeah. the pitch. He, he was protected. He was yeah. sixteen. He was he could make any girl, and it was mm. it would be fine. He was sixteen. He was yeah. drunk, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see what our what our next point is. Our next point is one. Well, to your dismay, guys, um, Ajax, Lyon, Porto, and now Villarreal. What is wrong with Juve in the Champions League? Bro, if I knew, I wouldn't be here. You'd be on the bench, like, <laughs> in a suit. In between, and Agnelli's unibrow, just telling exactly. me what to do. Man, I can't tell. We're you don't have a theory. In this area, it's nerves, man. It's nerves. I agree, man, completely. It's nerves. nerves. And why? We play a certain... Negative football, yes, we can all agree. It's yes, yes, football. Yes, we we'll get yes. the one in Villarreal second leg. We were playing the game of our lives. We were passing. Ooh, we were running the game against the team that you can't do it against. Man. Against the team that they let back, you. Guys. They let us. This man. isn't Juve. Juve aren't used yeah, to so playing that man. game. So why did we go out and play that type of game? It's, true. it's not Perhaps. our game. Again, I'm gonna re- reiterate it. Against the team who absorbs that type of game the best. And I am also sit back and. On a knockout. I mean, one nil though at that point, Allegri was panicking. Mm-hmm. He just took out two defenders, put in two attackers, misbalanced the game completely. Mm-hmm. You lose one nil, two nil, three nil, you're out. Exactly. True. 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 Facts. Who cares? Are people there? You lost three nil. So the game was done at one nil. Two penalties. No? Uh, yes. yes, two penalties. The oh, licked had to, you know, get one. Was Chesney in goal, man? Was Chesney in goal? Yes. Uh-huh. Damn. He knew <laughs> no, no, he was super close to saving one of them. He was super close. But I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know why we went out with that mentality. We play a whole season playing this negative counter-attacking football. Then we That's go been working. In the most important game of our season so far, and we play possession football. Yeah. When have we seen Juve this season play possession football against maybe Salernitana? As mm. a, it, it's easy for Literally. us in hindsight to say that. Uh, if it would have worked, it would have been like, what a genius, That's to be honest. Right. And, and, and we played well and we got, we weren't clinical enough. We got chances, many chances. We did. Would you change a game plan in a Champions League knockout stage? No, personally, but then again, 
No, you know we, we, I mean? don't, we don't know what goes we on. We don't know what goes on. Story. Plus, I'm, I'm, it could I'm be sure a, a mental game. Like, you surprise them, you go out. With, he's like, been, Allegri's been criticized all season for sitting back. Probably in this game, like, uh, what was the first leg result? Remind me. 1-1. One, 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 away. Away. Exactly. scored in the first leg. Okay, the away, away goal rule So probably <laughs> he thought, you know, he would, he would face a lot of stick if he... If he approached Pragmatic. But you can't give a fuck about that if you're a true professional and you're true. doing it for the team. It's not, it's not your career. I think yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a head like, scratcher. Why, it's just weird. It's I'm true. sure he had good reasons yes, in yes. him being advantage. qualified. And that, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's it. You know, we came 1 1 away at home, just seal it. Mm-hmm. You know? It was mm-hmm. that. But you, you need to get that. Nowadays, you, you need to win that. So he, we wanted to get that goal and then potentially. You're sit probably back, right. He said in the first 45 minutes, we get the 1 0, then exactly. we will absorb. Exactly. And Juve can absorb. It's, it's, it's all a matter of, I think, I think um, Villarreal have a manager that is way more experienced in Europe than all of the. You know, Juve squad at the moment, and, and well, oh, Allegri bro. experience, but Allegri, Allegri. Yes, 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 yes. does Allegri have more success than Unai Emery in Europe? No, but well, um, no, he doesn't. According to what he's he considers, Unai Emery has league finals, though. Has Emery has won the Europa League after Europa League after Europa League, the Europa League, the European stage. Yes, but a whole different class of teams. Throw Juve in that, and we're losing technically it's the same preparation. Give me, give me. A winner, give me someone that has gotten to, okay, not the biggest stage, but he's in Europe. Th- then again, okay, he's th- th- there's he's a, a seasoned, he's, he's banker, a seasoned yes. winner. He knows how to approach a final. He knows how to approach a knockout For game. Sure. He's gone all the way. Okay, the teams that he's facing are lower quality, but so is his team lower exactly. quality. Yes, we say that. The same preparation. Exactly. Like, really and then he fucking beats you with 3-0. I think it was a case of... Allegri versus Unai Emery, and I think in that case Unai Emery out of Allegri, Allegri. Yeah, yeah. hundred exactly. percent. That's literally it. That's literally it. 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 Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> so, um, so we spoke about Allegri's style a little bit. Um, what did you make of Pirlo and Sarri's styles? So, um, from my point of view, I'll speak about Sarri more. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the concept when I figured out we were signing Sarri, I was super excited. I'm like, yes, Say let's that. get Pjanic completely revived. I was ready for a Pjanic revival, like Roma Pjanic. And he came and all he did was touch the ball more. <laughs> he didn't do anything else. I remember the second game of the season, he scored a volley from outside the box. I'm like, mamma mia. Janic, bring it like, and he never scored again. So <laughs> basically with Sarri, I was very excited. We won the league and many people consider that year a failure, which I think is hilarious. That's uh, weird. Because that's with so period we came fourth and the fan base was like, yes, what a successful year. I mean, we won the Coppa Italia, maybe something else. But uh, I felt much more excited for the Sarri era than the Perlo era. I feel okay. like the Perlo era, he was trying to recreate a Zidane-Real Madrid situation, uh-huh. which fell on its ass. To be uh, and in fact, you, you guys wanted Zidane initially, yes. because I mean, Zidane was uh, go, leaving, leaving Real. And I still see Zidane having somewhat of a future with you. I see that brewing up. He was here, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like Zidane is Real's, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, yeah. But he like lived that now, no? Three Champions Leagues in a row, was it? It's hard to go back after that. Mm-hmm. So Facts. you think the book is completely sealed? Because he's still a young manager. Zidane's like it's, it's never completely sealed. It's never mm-hmm. completely sealed. Let's 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 shift back a bit to Sarri. Uh-huh. Can, and, I, can I say something about that? I, I I was excited for both when they were announced, very mm-hmm. much so. But what I expected as a fan is chance, more chance, man. None mm-hmm. of them were given the chance. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like we see United. Let's say United, like they, they, they've had many managers, but they do give them a chance. They do, like they don't 
kick them out after the first season, two seasons, maybe three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With you, that was just like, no Champions League, you're out. I think exactly. they saw it as like the Ronaldo wick burning out and they had to get the most out of it year after year exactly. after year, which fucked them up. But then they, 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 have, to the they hired Prilo, as if Prilo's going to win you the Champions yeah. League. But he was hoping for a Zidane style. Now, a quick point on the Ronaldo twilight stages of his like career, I'd say what was unfortunate at the time was you that kind of started that rejuvenation process when Ronaldo's last year's like we got Delict Demiral to replace Bono Ciccellini mm-hmm. and you don't, don't mention Demiral to him I'm still bothered about it <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, you don't do this process when you have a guy one of the goats in his last few years of football of why course, are you doing this now mm-hmm. what a terrible move like sign players 28, 29, 30 you need to win now like mm-hmm. Ronaldo Danilo type players man. you know he brought back Bonucci after what he did to win the Champions League you know you're gonna go and fucking start from year zero again it didn't make any what sense what I loved about Allegri coming back I forgot to mention was the second he saw Bonucci he's like okay Bonucci is no longer vice captain <laughs> you left your seniority <laughs> restarts okay. I respect I Allegri so, so much the Definitely. first thing he did was denouncing Bonucci as vice captain yes. as it purely take note purely take note please 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 because Every time I see Kessie with the arm, and like, I, yeah, I feel like so. Allegri is a much more less bullshit manager than than Pioli. I'd say his yes, his yes, business, yes. nothing mm, else. Of course, Pioli is a man manager. Yes, yes. Else. The players true. actually uh, love him. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. The players um, love Pioli as well. Yes. But I get you. <laughs> I think we should go to this. This is a a hot topic right now. Um, Dybala and Bernardeschi are probably leaving on a free, guys. What are your thoughts? I couldn't be fucked about Bernardeschi. I'm just disappointed. I couldn't be fucked because now he's he didn't perform. And if mm. you tell me two years ago, I'd be like, wait, well, as if he's leaving for a free <laughs> potentially after all that. Um, but he hasn't performed. He, he's had a couple of haircuts. He's shaved his hair, grown it out again, shaved it again. Blacked out his arm. <laughs> Literally blacked out. <laughs> the guy blacked out his arm. Went he's, blonde. Went blonde. He's had a couple of like displays. Uh-huh. Like he's he's a quality player when he wants to be. But but. I, I'm not that bothered. Can the ball added again, I, I'm sad as fuck. No, I'm sure <laughs> the ball is going to go hard. A quick point on Bernadeschi. What are his strengths, in your opinion? Is he particularly mm. fast? Technically, no, he's not fast. That is the exact word I was going to use. I think he has good, like, has that good close shot. ball control. Uh, and, 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 and he's uh, again, man, I've never seen him pull off great Have you, stuff, have you seen man. him skip a man in four no, years? I have. No, no, I, I have. Right, I've never seen him skip a man. I, I, I have. Well, I, I have. That could I'm, be I'm not going to lie. I saw a couple of clips. In action, when I was watching a Juve yeah. game where Juve needed to win, I never saw Bernat take on a man and create a chance. Mm-hmm. You're totally right there. But when I went back and watched some clips, I saw some like, Deckers here and there, but it would be fucking southern. Italian I just came across the thing is, on the what other day annoys me about Bernalski is we signed him from Fiorentina, he had 11 goals mm-hmm. that season. Mm-hmm. 11 goals. I mean, there's a, there's a certain expectation. You just, we signed him for 40 million. Now, some players take that pressure and are completely like Chiesa stepped up completely. Yes, yes. Complete, but like Bernalski did the polar opposite. But it's and always you a risk pay this type of player more than 2.5 million I feel like 2.5 million is very fair of course for a player who yes, doesn't sure. consistently start of course, course. Sure. Of course. I mean for one sure. goal a season come on yeah, he, 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 the way his career has gone he's shaped himself up to be a substitute that's it that's the way he was with Italy that's the way he is with Juve I mean about uh, Italy Matt what do you think is he being played out of position uh, 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 one thing I can give him is that although he is not great or stand out in, in any position, he does have an element of versatility. So I think having him in the locker room for Italy, exactly, when you're not 
paying him to be there. You call him up so you could deploy him pretty yes, much yes. anywhere. But when you're paying him 2.5 million a season to deploy him wherever is hurt, just to fill in fill in those gaps, then it's I don't think I don't, I don't think it's worth it at all. Let me show you this. Um, so two days ago, I came across a, a post of Champions League um, close goals. Um, which is very sad because out of eight posts, two of them are Juve ones. <laughs> but let me show you this better, this guy highlight. Because I remember watching it and being like, I don't remember that. Okay, okay so he has the ball on he the flank. Right Ooh, now. He skips past two. His hair is looking good. muscles the third. Skips past like, the fourth. Yes. Oh, drops the God. keeper. And he's like, like when, when you see that, you're like, you can't let a player like that go. But that's a confident man. That was ages ago. You're right, you're right. You know, probably, probably he, the, the criticism season. probably has but taken a psychological yeah. toll on The him. technique, that's why I'm a bit hesitant to let him go. Because he got 11 goals as a midfielder. He, mm. This guy is good. Something there is in him, and his but, work but rate that's is phenomenal. That's the thing. Look, and you know, left, left, back, left midfield, yeah. left wing, left back. He's played. He's left played back. left back. Has he played left back? Pirlo has deployed him as left back behind. Left wing back. Left wing back. Because Pirlo used to play three-five-two high. Exactly. So he'd be on the wing back. He did it better than Kulusevski, who we also splashed forty million for. That's another the same, the exact same signing. That's the thing. As a as a professional, as a professional footballer. You sign, uh, as a manager, you would sign someone who has had success elsewhere. So he's had success at Fiorentina. Cool. Let's splash. Let's bring him on board. Thing is, he is obviously capable of having good performance. And he's obviously capable of reaching a certain level. But it could very much be the case that that is not possible with Juve. Could be. And I think we've seen enough to say, okay, Berna tried, tested didn't work out to its full potential, I think we can move on. What, you're going to hang on until he runs out his contract and, and, and he leaves on a free, really? like what's happening Stupid. now? Maybe this should have happened a year um, ago. I see Kulu and Berna are both the same. They're, they're very similar players. They do better in the Premier League. I think they're the type of player that like, give them the ball, let them run, let them mm. find a goal. Mm. In fact, Kulu has been great with, with Tottenham. It's true. Yes, they, they, could expose, they could expose spaces in yeah. the Premier League. Which in the Serie A, spaces aren't there as much. It's too tactical. Exactly. tactical. Everyone's man-marked or his own. Like, I'm sure they have a great career, especially mm-hmm. Werner. Like, like I, have. I have more faith for Werner than, uh-huh. than Kulu. I mean, really? I think Kulusevski... Kulu He gives me like animal vibes. Like if, if, if you were to motivate the guy, I think he's going to be a monster type of mm-hmm. thing. I see the yeah. spark. I don't him. think he doesn't know how to control a ball. Like the amount of I highly disagree. Forward, and he just fumbles in himself. Uh, I, I used to rate him. I used to enjoy watching him play. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, I, it was funny. And when he used to. <laughs> When he used to come on, I used, I used to be like, all right, nice, maybe something happens now. And even he though, scored. Even though it never did. He scored a few goals. With Parma, he was an animal. Don't you think an maybe he, he didn't get enough time at Juve? Yes. 21 well. years. We're talking about the he 21 years. He was brought off the bench. That, we saw the season he had at fucking Parma, though. Yes, yes. For That's sure. what we're talking about. A, a team that got relegated. He was there and he was fucking bam, bam, bam. He was solid. I don't think it, it's, again, like we said about the managers, I don't think he got enough time. And good for him, he's at Spurs, he's at Spurs, <laughs> he's at Spurs and he's doing well. Now to go into Dybala, I'm mm. much more sad about Dybala leaving because there's a whole romantic side with Dybala, you know, he's a 
vice captain, our number 10. 21 to 10. 21 to 10. As our 21 to 10, two important legendary numbers. And I mean, you've already had a short number 10, highly technical soldiers, Mm -hmm. this whole romantic Mm -hmm. Mm Tempier role, handing. He laid down on the ground the same way as him as after. Pl- as Platini, as Platini when he overtook that Platini. Just, oh, ah, let's let's not forget. I, I, I don't like what this is. Let's not forget Tevez's season in number 10. For sure. For mm-hmm. unplayable. Unplayable. Like probably the best since El Piero. For sure. Like the ball has had. The ball never peaked as hard as Tevez. Why do you single-handedly won us games? But to go back to Dybala, in the beginning of the season when Ronaldo left, we needed Dybala to be that guy, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. player. Like, Kellini said this is Dybala's team. Like, Mr. Allegri had so much faith in him. He was playing him how he wanted. The team was around Dybala. We needed Dybala to be that star man. He didn't have Higuain scoring the goals. He didn't have Mandzukic. He didn't have Cristiano. So he had to score the goals. And in the beginning of the season, he didn't. When he had to be that guy, he couldn't be. He's not the main guy. Mm-hmm. We tried. Mm-hmm. And the injuries on top of everything. Do I think it's not fair or unjust of Juve not even offering him a contract? Offer him 7 million, offer him 6 million, offer him something. Mm-hmm. Not just whatever we offer him, Dybala will take offense and we don't want that drama. Mm-hmm. So we just won't offer him anything. I disagree with completely because I feel like Dybala does love the club a lot. And maybe he would have also accepted maybe a 7 million, 6.5 million wage. But maybe. but that's the thing. The, we're in the terms agreed between Dybala and Juve. Backed out and then Juve backed deal. out. Exactly. And I think it was around an 8 million deal it was, eight million it was plus going two. to be. My fucking yes. God. How like, many? would you have given him that card for um, your pocket money? For my pocket money? No, not yet. Um, the thing about Dybala is, is it's true, he never, he never really gave us what we wanted from him, but whenever he was there, whenever he came on, it's a different Juve. Yes, it is an accessory 100%. player. Yes. But, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but when you have an accessory player on that wage. No. No, you're right. But then again, I say, if he, the, the, besides the injuries and everything, he can be the main man because when he's there, everything passes through him. He's so he's, technical. He, and he's all over the pitch, man. He is all over the pitch. From, from the midway line, carries it forward, releases a pass, and he's there instantly again to receive it, which is rare. It's rare for yeah, you, for sure. man. Most players right now don't work as much as they need to off the ball. You don't have the like, you pass, you go, you pass, you go, you pass, you go. Mm-hmm. You the players right now, I feel are a bit lazy, man. But for you sure. don't want your main guy to be... So injury problem. No, hundred percent. That's, that, that, that's what. Yeah, exactly. That's what where 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 the dissonance comes for me because I love the guy, but he's fucking. He gets too injured. Yeah. Why? I have to accept it, man. Why do you the fans love the Bala so much? Because he's cute, man. Because he's, he's good looking, <laughs> look marketable. The numbers are good. He's, he's technical and he's wow shown factor. time and time again. That. Like he's had much higher offers from. I remember. Tottenham once offered him 12 million and a mm. 70 million deal, and he refused it just to okay. So he does have love for the club, and as, no, a, as, a, for the club is as a supporter, I respect else. that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, as a franchise player, I have like three of his kids, like complete mm-hmm. fanboy. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times we've needed him to step up, and this is why to go back to now, on, the, on, on the Champions League crazy, in the group stage, crazy, we do really well in the group stages because mm-hmm. Dybala is fit. Round 16, mm. Dybala is injured around this period. Look, every year he hasn't played in the mm. round 16. They put him in against Lyon and they took him out five minutes after because he was God. still injured. Well, that shows I how important that. he could be a man, That's the which, thing, which I but hate. He's always injured. Uh-huh. Shouldn't we reinvest? Yes, 100%. And now there's Chiesa, there's Vlaovic. There's Locatelli, these young stars coming through, these young projects. So you could let go of one. I'm not going to say that that Dybala's project failed because Dybala has been good. He has been very good. But you're looking at someone, you're you're hoping, no, when when Vlaovic and Chiesa are 28, 
that we are star players, no? For sure. Getting into the Champions League semi-finals, finals, potentially winning the fucking thing. Dybala is 28 and he's nowhere near that, I'm afraid. Yes. And the injuries nowhere have that. progressively gotten more frequent. Mm-hmm. His exactly. last season that wasn't a Suso season was in, <laughs> was in 2017, 2018. He had 22 goals That's and five fucked. assists. That's well, crazy. That 22 and, then, goals. and then in 2015, 2016 with Juve as well, he had 19 goals and nine assists. Wow, I think wow, wow. That, was his, that was definitely his peak and I guess Which was the, the, the 22 goals which season? 2017-18. Who were we under? Um, probably 1718 was Allegri's last one before Sarri, I believe. 1819. No, no, 2018 we had Allegri, 2019 Sarri came in. Exactly, because so it was the Allegri's last Allegri one before Sarri. Allegri was one year of, of Cristiano. Exactly. In exactly. fact, when, when Sarri came in, he had five goals and four assists. <laughs> when he was being played with, Wait, with Higuain. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Cristiano and Allegri played together for just that one opening game of the season, no? No, no, no. In 2018, he was the coach when we had the... Cancelo year. Ah, when you guys... Ajax. Ajax year was Allegri. Ajax year was Allegri. Okay, I, I, I thought it was Sarri. No, okay. Sarri was Leon. Porto. Leon was... Leon, Pirlo was Porto. Pirlo was Porto. No, it adds up. And Villarreal, yes. Allegri again, back to mm. square one. Great four years. Mm-hmm. Nice. But, but, but I think that's the, that's the major point. Bro, what do you think? We, we have obviously, as Milan fans, we've witnessed star players leaving on a free. Mm-hmm. We've seen them go to PSG, we've seen them go to Barca, but... We also saw them going to Inter. Is there any advice stop, as stop. a fan? The ball will not that go you to I don't think he will. He won't. Okay, but let's say, let's say he does. Let's say he does. Hakan's a whore, man. Oh, sure. Just like his wife! <laughs> He was always going to do it. He always had that snake vibe yes, around. Yes, yes. Dybala simply doesn't, man. It's like you would do something stupid to him and he wants to backstab them back or something. Whatever. I really wish it happens. Just so I can clip this. That's like <laughs> when they talk too much. These <laughs> people talk but too much. Look, let, let's say, let's say it happens. I, I very much doubt it'll happen. I see he's 28 years old. He's never experienced the prem. He might, he, he might say Atletico Madrid. In Spain, I think it go, and that would be the best move for him. For I think career, that I think. he might want to experience the risk of going to the Premier League before he retires because he knows that deep into his 30s and then that, that'll be a difficult one Makes or else he's going to find an Atletico Madrid a team to spend five, six years with where he'll be at his best you know what I mean in Spain, Techers, whatever um, and he'll be that, that uh, number 10 basically and he'll that be the guy that, that's the most important I think like if he goes to Atletico it would be easier to fall into the, the, the star role that he's yes. had exactly. at Juve, like, exactly. which could him, be important for him. Because exactly. when, when you've based a, a seven-year ego and career of being the star man and thinking you're going to get there, it's hard to move into a team where you're just another player. So I mm-hmm. think it would help him very much to... to mm-hmm. But let's but, say he goes to Inter. Okay. What advice do you have to for, give for Juve for? fans? Yes. Nothing. D- disassociate yourself from him emotionally. It's That's difficult. It. it is difficult. And you're going to be pissed off, especially if he scores against you. And But you, you guys saw the you were on the opposing end of it when... Um, no, wait, yeah, Bonucci. Yeah, Bonucci came to us, which was pretty... Higuain exactly. And Higuain came to you, scored against Napoli, didn't celebrate the first two times, and the other 17, running around. When I do this, do you guys get triggered at all? He's so, so no, I'm doing the, I'm doing the Bonucci yeah. celebration. This doesn't trigger. I, I just, I just see him do it in our kit. <laughs> like, Bonucci's a Juve player, man. He's scored so many goals for us. I mean, That's even true. 
what a good penalty taker Bonucci is a fantastic penalty taker oh my god even in the Euros he was smacking them very dominant when he takes them like can can I mention that now that we're we're just bringing up we're bringing up players can I just say your star player is Quadrado I was about to make a point on him. Probably. I would, I would say, yours, I good. would say for the past two, if not three. Even more, ta. but the only thing he has is sometimes he just receives the ball and thinks for three seconds more than he has to. Like, but I think he like does a bit and skips his man. <laughs> but I don't adore that because when you have a flowing attack, yes, he breaks it. He breaks it. He breaks, and he is, he's more often than not the cause of the break. But as you say, he's he's great. My he's my consistent. main thing about. It. Quadrado is when Juve are just passing the ball around and no one is being that creative spark when Dybala is not on, he's injured, whatever, Chiesa is also injured this season and we've just needed someone to make something happen, skip your man, make a pass, mm-hmm. take a shot, it's always Quadrado. I mean, even the free kick, he scored a free kick this season, when has Quadrado ever given a free kick? <laughs> he went under the wall, I mean, the audacity of this man. He, he's a player with a fantastic mentality, a winning mentality, very technical, right? difficult, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, there was a referee who said that Quadrado is the most difficult player to officiate against because it always looks like he's being fouled always yes. even if he's well to be fair when you're that fast a lot of players and do your legs both. move so quickly like Juan yeah. the Juan the Juan um, one thing I wanted to point out about Dybala by the way if he goes to Atletico Madrid he risks another Joao Felix episode where you have a very talented player who isn't mm. allowed to express himself because of Simeone's but system but he's used to it with Allegri that's the problem though I think he needs a new lease of life that would be nice throw the ball on Barca that would be crazy like or Real Madrid I'd hate to see that Barca I'd hate to see it Kessie, Dybala Abameyang Adamatra are all in the same team this is a fever dream this is ultimate team he has mentioned how Dybala would have filled in what Serge Aguero was meant to be because don't forget mm. they signed Serge Aguero for this role like we never got to enjoy Serge Aguero no no he's made this point like blessed well bless you and that's the whole thing like if Dybala can actually fill in the Serge Aguero goal but now they have Memphis to pay Abu Mayang they're sorted they're they're stacked right now Barcelona also about Quadrado because he said he has has a really Mm. good mindset um, you have to give him credit for it because he hasn't had the easiest of careers. He's had his downs. He's had people shitting on him Chelsea relentlessly. The Chelsea, the, the Chelsea, Chelsea thing was a mess. Mm-hmm. So for him to bounce back so late into his career, out of position to an extent, and be so consistent and a beast, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to hand it to him. I'm, sure. I'm proud of the guy. Sure. Proud of the guy. For sure. And he gets so much hate. He does. Uh, he does. It's on true, Twitter, the amount of people who are like, "Okay, Quadrado has." to leave. I'm like, if he leaves, who's going to make that that move? But Juve fans love a. This guy has to leave. This guy has to a leave. A controversial they stance. Love it, you love it. You see it love everywhere. Italians. That's it. If he's not Italian, ah, mm. I get, I get, I get that. But that's one. Of the, <laughs> that's one of the things I I hated about being a Real fan is is that if a player is not performing within the first five games, like Huntelar would be would be prime example. La, la, he Huntelar. is getting shat on until he leaves. Yeah, Shut on until he leaves. They, the Bale fans force players out. Bale has spoken about it. Bale is, is also very injury prone, but still he doesn't deserve that that criticism. Imagine Bale with Juve, man. It's always something I've, I've pictured. I don't know why. Bale with Juve. Uh-huh. It's always something I've, like because I see him always like unhappy and the shit. I'm like, I just imagine the guy just. I take him. Like, I take him in a heartbeat. Man. He's worth class. So he's incredibly injury prone. So he's he's an accessory. I think exactly. He'd be a nightmare for the dressing room. Do you know how For sure, bro. Like, we saw it to Real Madrid. I know, but when, when, the, when you're in a toxic environment, you're going to breathe toxicity. Like, you don't know how it's going to be. Maybe, but 
is he in a toxic environment or is he the toxic environment? I think Real is known to be toxic. Real is a very toxic environment. There's pressure, Jake. There's but, of but, course, but, of course. But he, he has done certain, he has had very questionable acts. Uh-huh. Like, for example, but, but then again, he'd be rebelling, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He'd be rebelling against the system. Like when he put, put his, put, put that, what do you call it? The, the, eye, the eye caps. To, okay. to sleep on ah, sleep the sleeping mask the, the, the sleeping mask, mask that, that, that's sleeping a fucking solid, solid, solid word and um, he put the sleeping mask on during a game um, yeah. he had ah, yes, Wales yes. Golf Madrid in that order uh-huh. but that's rebelling that's yes. rebelling against a very very toxic football team man yes um, shall we move on to another point yeah okay so the next point is Vlaovic. I don't know, have we discussed him enough or should we go into more detail? No, I don't think we've discussed no, him enough, personally. Okay, so Vlaovic coming in, did you expect more or less from him? Personally, I expe- I'll answer first. Um, I expected less. I think he's doing very well, personally. He's over, overachieving, it's Overachieving, but not because it's a fluke. I think he's doing very well, personally. In my opinion, when we signed him, I knew we were signing a fast forward. Um, definitely can finish. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't expect and what he brought to the game was his, his strength. Yes. We just knock the ball up now Holding the and ball. he wins it every yes, time yes, yes, yes. against these huge center backs. Yeah. Like, I, I knew we were signing a good player. Like, don't get me wrong, Glahovic, you know, he has the goals he has because he's such a good player. Yes. Two years in a row. It was, it's not a fluke. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think he'd have the strength at his age that he has. He fends off. Anyone, no, like I only watched him, and he's technical also. Yeah, the big guy is, he's a technical. He gives lad. me like Zlatan vibes. How technical he is, I, I would how he controls the ball from Morata. Sometimes terrible mm-hmm. passes. They're always behind him, so he has to like those two goals. Spezia, was it Spezia? Those two goals he scored uh-huh. or yeah, yeah, I, no? We were in Gozo. Yeah, two. Oh my God. We were in Gozo. Three, one, so one, together. Ah, Empoli, I think it was Empoli. It was Empoli. 3-2, I think it was. The 3-2 game of Empoli. Yes, yeah, I think I think it was the 3-2 Empoli. The pass you mentioned of Morata behind him, the way he controlled it, it was so fucking incredible. I thought we were just buying a, a, a big striker. You know, I never thought he'd yeah. be this good. So for me, I think he has been fantastic even on his debut. He scored, he scored mm. in the debut for us in the Coppa Italia and he scored well. in the Champions League that yes. 30 seconds, 36 seconds goal. It's Who nuts. does that, man? I, I, I love him. He's, he, as a fan also, he's giving me more reason to watch the games. Obviously, I source games anyway, but when, when you have a player like that, exciting, who, who like... You're excited you, to see him. You're excited to see him, which, which mm. wasn't sure. like it was with Ronaldo, but let's be real. Ronaldo first season. Ronaldo first season, second even. Ta. Because it's Ronaldo at the end yes, of the day, yes, but yes. but we missed that this this season. So so bringing him on gave gave me as a fan that then as a player he is an absolute machine. I love yes. him. The guy the guy doesn't think twice about finishing, which is something he's so rare. Shoot. He is ready to shoot, man. Whatever angle, back towards the goal, he's ready. Which which I think is so important in a striker, man. You have to be like you have to have the balls to just execute <laughs> wherever you are. And he goes on target. He, he does, man. He does. He does. He does. He's Sometimes you're a bit too central. But and uh, I would say this, his main traits. Obviously, one thing I mentioned for after his first game for you was Chesney can now knock the ball forward we have someone and he brings exactly. it down that is finally because when you're playing Morata and the ball Morata up front for there wasn't that <laughs> Morata 6-2 for nothing he never literally, wins literally. a header he never wins a header why is he so tall for they the get, legs to go those, for those two in the air get, get bullied um, but having Vlaovic there dominating that aerial space on the halfway fantastic. line and slightly forward is fantastic for you aside from that the guy glides he does not run he glides he's incredibly smooth with his turn mm-hmm. of pace it's ridiculous he knows where the goal is and his left foot is 
beautiful. Nice. I mean, you saw the free kick he can take. With yes, yes. If you want free kick and score it. Exactly. Who has that? Exactly. 100%. The conversion, right? He took one free kick with Fiorentina and he scored it. The same as Krunic. No, no, he's actually. Yes, Krunic has taken one free kick for Milan and scored the top bins. It was crazy. Krunic is reminds me of. Bernardeschi for us. Really? Because that versatile. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Play him where we And he's going to give his 100%. Exactly. Like, exactly. No, Vlaovic is, is low, man. I, I, I see him reaching, I was going to say reaching Haaland's level, but I think he's Haaland level. And those he's two there. will be sure. the best. Him, Haaland and Mbappe will be the best three strikers in the world. Without a doubt, Vlaovic is there with those so, man. I'm not ready to say that yet, man. I'm not ready to say that yet. His numbers are there. His numbers are there, man. Bear in mind, bear in mind, at Juve, is he going to score 30 goals a season? Maybe fucking not. But that is because we all know Allegri's conservative system. It doesn't allow him to express himself and score two in a game or three in a game. It's going to be rare for him. Give me Pirlo. I mean, where Ronaldo scored 36 league goals mm. under Pirlo, give me Pirlo and Vlahovic. Yes. For sure. That's for sure nuts. he gets 30. For sure he gets 30. I agree. I agree. Did you think that we could pull off such a huge signing in January? No. I thought it I was stuff of so. dreams. Even me, man. Especially how the season was going. No the whole way. vibe around you, man. No way did I think And Yeli said we need Champions yeah. League and he did what he had to do. Exactly. I thought you didn't have the facilities for that. Um, Jay, don't forget, Ronaldo left us very late, so mm. we had our summer Mercato planned, thinking Ronaldo's going to be with us. Keep in mind, Ronaldo's on a 31 million wage bill, which costs the actual Juventus company 100 million because of taxes and whatever. Yes. So we were freed from this 100 million burden that we then received in the midway Mercato. And it's not usual yes. for January to have this mm. influx of money. So just to give you an idea where that money came from, because we were like, where did they get this money? Leave the fact that then we sold Kulovzeski and Bentancourt for basically 74 million. Yes, yes. <laughs> you're, you're fantastic at selling players. So uh, regarding that, I was extremely shocked because I didn't mm. think we had it. But then when I actually thought about it, losing Ronaldo so late in the summer, we didn't make any big moves because we thought Ronaldo was going to stay. Mm. So naturally, we had this money to spend. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that, 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 that's true. However, the only reason I was shooketh is because there was there were obviously those talks. Juve's training grounds have been raided, and there's a massive misbalance in books. You know, the media is gonna yes, yes. blow it out of especially proportion, Juve, man. especially with Juve, because I mean we've seen it before. The history, obviously. Fair enough, fair enough. So, so instantly, all eyes, all eyes on Juve. So I was surprised that under certain investigations you could pull off an 80 million move. That surprised me more than anything. But in, in hindsight, like you're saying, it's it's not that crazy from the saved up cash from those two for 74 million. And Ronaldo, is. man. And Ronaldo, and Ronaldo leaving. Ronaldo leaving as well. It's, it's surreal that this time last year we had Ronaldo. I, I don't feel like... For sure. Like I'm, for sure. It doesn't feel like it was... And he came fourth. And on the last day, you managed to get you managed ah, to get for what a different amazing. time that was. Lord Faraoni <laughs> <laughs> and Lord Gattuso. Um, let's see the next question. Ah yes. So, what does it feel like winning nine Scudetti in a row, guys? We're very curious. As in, it feels great, but then at the point start, I get for granted. I feel. Uh-huh. I got completely bored. It was Same. the least interested I was in watching the Serie. A. 
mm-hmm. probably in all my life. Between the eighth and ninth, because I knew that Allegri would somehow pull it out of the bag and mm-hmm. lose it. A one nil victory, the ball, a touch of magic, Ronaldo goal, Higuain just being a monster. Mm-hmm. Like it was a bit predictable and boring, personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously, I, can imagine that. I used to be happy, I used to shit talk everyone, <laughs> I had a complete elite. Yeah, all the levity. <laughs> These guys wouldn't talk to me. These interviews are not Napoli. Like that whole three of them, like they wouldn't talk to me. No, I have a really sweet um, follower who, who supports Napoli. His name is Mason from Down Under. Mason, I'm sorry if you're getting some stick from the Juve fans over here who keep saying they're better than you. I mean, history. We need to be kind of realistic, but but yeah, we're we're with you, brother. We can take these guys down. How did you feel, guys, when Bonucci joined Milan? I personally felt completely betrayed. I felt like he was one of the pillars of Juve. Vice-captain. Defensive, you know, we had Buffon, Barzali, Bonucci, Kellini, the icons, you yeah, know. Yeah. So having one of the trio in defense leaving definitely, definitely stung. Was I happy to see Milan go from sixth to sixth with one less point? <laughs> <laughs> Spending a quarter of a billion that year. Yes, yes I was extremely uh, happy to we see We love the Chinese here. <laughs> I, 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 I have to say, I was hurt, but I, I think I was a bit too young to, to know what it really means. Mm. I wasn't that young, but I, I wasn't. I was like, I wasn't how I am now. Like, I wasn't, you know that. And like, I, I understand there is a period where you discover your mind. And I don't and, think and that's like, that Especially as a, a, a new fan, you know? <laughs> 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 but, but no, no, I, I remember it stinging, but I can't say I have, I have huge uh, like okay. emotions okay. attributed towards it generally. To be honest, defensively nowadays, in my opinion, he's a bit of a liability. Yes, yes, I agree. Our strongest defensive pairing is Kalini Delict. But he has the, 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 the distribution. distribution, man. He, he keeps he's saying always been this, that, though, because yeah. he's been farming this stat from years ago. <laughs> In the past two years, he hasn't played one long ball. The last one I remember it, was this. Cristiano against uh-huh. United. Oh, I remember it, it The last insane cross, goal, I remember from Bonucian. How many years ago was that? You know? Uh-huh. Recently, he hasn't been doing it. With Italy, he pulls it out because he decides to perform. But for Juve, he hasn't been doing that consistently. So he's just been a defensive liability and a good penalty taker. However, I have to point out that having a guy in your team who is capable of punching a motherfucker in the face when they're pointing a gun at you demanding a Rolex, demanding Mm -hmm. your Rolex, and you punch them in the face, that is a guy I want on my team. Chasing them down the street. Chasing them down the street. Bonucci is a badass. Yes, yes. And you need that player on your team. You, you yes. need that, that badass. He is Grinta. It's like, it's like you, when you had Ronaldo, you said the players, the players looked up to him. He had that winning mentality that probably got some players out of their shell. Um, Milan have Zlatan in that it's case. It's different, huh? because Bonucci isn't like, he isn't that idol, I'd say. No, not an idol, he's not that, but I'm a, 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 a motivator nonetheless. He is a motivator for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, but I get you, he, he has dipped and, and I think ever since that Milan stunt, I don't think he has been the same. I don't think he's been the same. No. Agreed, no. agreed. What about Higuain and Caldara? Caldara is super happy. I mean, we bought him that year for 25, wait, you bought him for 25 million? Um, no, there was some, some deal to send Bonucci back, no? There how, was how, some... how I remember it was basically, mm. um, we bought him that summer for, let's say, 
um, 50 million and we sold him before he even played one game for you for, for 25 million. How amazing. So we just made 10 million like that. But was he was I, really promising. I remember you were fans being... That he was going to explode, of course. But you can't deny just flipping 10 million. He hasn't even played a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a crazy And sending him to Milan, like you're just fucking Milan. But he was that so was dominant nice. with Atalanta. Yes, yes, and he even had nine goals to go along with his defensive um, like contributions. Oh, I think it was nine goals. It was it's pretty ridiculous. crazy. Something like that. Um, so yes, that's don't, don't the, quote me. That's the concern. <laughs> the concern why I thought he might explode, but was I happy just to make a 10 million like that? For sure. Yeah. Also speaking again about defenders in Atalanta, Demiral, I am so sad about. I, I rate yeah. the player so much. He He's so good. Him and the elect could have been it. Mm-hmm. Could sure. have been True. it. Which, do, which I'm sad about. Do you have a buyback? On, Seven on goals. Demiral, I'm not sure. I'm not, no, not sure. I, I don't think so. I, I, I actually think no, completely not. No, no buyback on Demiral. I need to check because, in my opinion, it's just. A I don't loan, think like, so. It's just I, a loan. Just a ten million. Is it, I, I believe it's a. I believe it's a loan. Is with, with, a, with an obligation. With an obli- I think with an obligation. Uh-huh. I know there's a ten million somewhere, but I'm not sure how it implies. Joins Atalanta on loan with an option. How much is the option? It's an option to buy. I'm gonna but, find but that means that right if Atalanta now. want him, Juve can't have a second yes, say. Yes. So, so we, that's what I mean. We have a fixed price. Him, right? Now, if they pay it, he's theirs. Exact, exact, Hopefully, exact. they don't. They probably but come, they be like, can we pay a bit less? How, you know how much it is? So, the loan costs 3 million with an option to buy for 28 million. That's pretty much guaranteed. You're not going to pay 3 million for a loan. They're going to buy him. Like. The, the, I, think, I think Atalanta, especially with their new owners, guys, you might be kissing them around. Yes, yes, I've felt that. I've taken him as gone. I've made my peace. Yes, yes. I mean, he's great, but he was also a bit of a liability. The red cards and the... But he's young, rashes. man. He's young, right? And, and imagine him next to the league. The league, the league... Conning. How what? How what? Gili. Like, handballs, he's had a few, I remember, yes, whatever. Yes. But, but, but him and Demiral, I don't know, but I, I, I saw so see it. Like, no, for sure. Yeah. It was romantic as well. You know, yeah. literally, Kellini Bonocelli. Literally, man, literally. You know, the lift, Demiral just... A direct replacement for both and of it, them. And like. uh, Pirlo was feeding them both playing time, like he was man- managing all four defenders effortlessly. Everyone uh-huh. was happy, everyone was playing. I mean, they left to bottom for 70 million to have that type of player happily sitting on the bench. Pirlo had some good man management. True, true, true. You know, true, for true. his Facts. age as well. Like, that was his first season as a manager. Facts. Um, yes, let's talk a bit about transfers now, guys. Um, what do you think? Your realistic transfer dreams? So, realistic. How realistic are we saying? Like, where are the level? Or like? <laughs> <laughs> sure, Berardi yeah, is realistic. Why not? Would you, would so, you like, take, would you take Berardi honestly? Honestly, as in, don't talk because I know you guys are massive fanboys. Yeah. Ah, yes, I've, I've discussed it with them. Um, I, I would, man. I would. I would. I would. I just think he's he's a good player, and I think when you have a good player who wants to play and have a good career, and he's given an opportunity with a good team, there might be something there. Is he relevant? Is he available? I I have seen him play well. I've seen him play less well. Um, I think again, if he's given the opportunity, he can. He, he, he there's a possibility. I'm not saying he's a definite. Let's sign him. Much like he's going to be the best and the best signing is going to fix our problems, whatever. But but I do think that he has the potential. I do think so. I I would say that Berardi. <laughs> I'm. I'm but uh, there's no reason for me to be biased. This is my genuine opinion. It's my genuine opinion. I think he's the best right-sided player in the league for the past two, three, four seasons. The best player has played on the right-hand side. He racks up some insane numbers mm-hmm. for Sassuolo. 
because Sassuolo offer him a lot because he's the main man at Sassuolo. You I think this guy into Juve, he's going to be drowned out by the other stars. I think him. he has, I personally believe that he has the qualities to be that main man in at Milan, for example. I think he joins in on the right, him and Leao are the star names. But you need you have a gap to fill on the right, Milan. Yes. That's why yes, I'm yes, 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 facts, facts. But, but, but if, less there, if you're the saying, right, for like, example, next year you want to play Chiesa on the left-hand side and that right spot is open for know, someone, we Berardi. Allegri. Allegri wants to play mm. a 4-3-3. He's made it public knowledge, he's done with the 4-4-2. Mm. He just mm. needs the players for the 4-3-3. With Chiesa coming back, okay, that's one side. You mm. can pop Chiesa either side. Mm-hmm. Now in this area there are a lot better left wingers and there are right wingers. We have the luxury of having a player who can play on the right wing and is basically equally impactful. Yes, for so sure. why don't you just get the better left wingers? Because in my opinion, Berardi is a good player. He has insane numbers. I do think they're slightly infl- inflated because Sassuolo do depend mm-hmm. on him. So the ball is always at his feet. But from what I saw with him with a better team, the only thing I have is the Azzurri to look at. He doesn't impress me whatsoever. The mm-hmm. second Chiesa came in and replaced him consistently in the Euros we were he is a game changer and at Juve the level of players they need to be game changing players I'm sad for Chiesa I should have been his season side note but like super sad man after the Euros I'm super worried I've spoken to Jake about this a hundred times if Chiesa loses his speed I am super concerned because he just Runs at yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's so fast. He's so mm-hmm. fast, man. And he he he'd like dribble you without you realizing he's yes, in front of you. Yes, he's that quick. That type right. of guy. Genuinely yeah, pray to God there won't be the Zaniolo effect, man. Where he Oof, that, that's a terrible. It's it's incredibly common though among players if if they tear their right cruciate, then when they recover, they depend so much on their left hand side, and they that they end up tearing their left cruciate yeah, as well. That, as Juve fans, we have a certain history with the ACL injury because we had pre ACL injury on Del Piero mm. when he was twenty four, and he was for the stupid prem heads listening. <laughs> Michael Owen, eighteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> he was unbelievable Del Piero before his ACL. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I remember that. True. I remember True. that. I mean, I've seen highlights. So what? <laughs> what transfers would you like to see happening? Pogba. Pogba. Pogba will happen. Pogba right? dream. I'm so sure, man. You think it will happen? I think it will happen. I think it will happen. I wish I have that faith. I, I just can't you don't give myself that 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 excitement. He flirts with us on Instagram. He likes it. All the guys' photos. Like he's. I think he, he wouldn't be the happiest lad in the world right now. Let, let, let's, no, let's, he it's hasn't public been knowledge. For a while. That's public knowledge. So, and, and that Juve, he was happy. He was. Yes. And he's, he was his there. contract expiring, no? Yes, it is. I love free, it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love if it. you guys get Pogba for free again, that yeah. would be hilarious. We double fucked. Literally, literally. It would be insane. My God, that's the biggest fuck you. The ultimate dream for you guys. No, there's no. As in crazy, but go ahead. Salah. Salah. I've seen the rumor, but I don't I'm think out. there it's, is it's won't happen, man. You know that we have, though, a tax benefit. So we can offer him something like 17 million a year in Italy. Why? And there, I, dude, I, I don't work in do Italian tax, but I just... <laughs> like, when it comes to foreign I, nationals, there's I just something. I read that, headlines, like, yeah. bro. <laughs> and, yes, there's something with the tax where we yeah. can say where Juve can offer him up to 17 million. I just don't million. think it do it, but it's a step down, let's be realistic. From yes, Liverpool sure. to Juve right now, it is a step down. Like. But maybe he's like, I can take this team. I'm, 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 come I'm on, be my guest, man. But I, I don't think it's yes, it's like, Pogba is way more realistic. Yes, it is. I'd say Pogba is 60%. Yes, I wish I was so confident about it. I can't, man. You wouldn't consider a keeper? 
Not yet. I I'm don't satisfied. I don't think you know my We need our midfield sorted. I mean, Locatelli, Artur, Zakaria, these mm. are okay players. So Locatelli, I, I have particular promise for, mm-hmm. but we need a wow player. And Pogba yeah. or Sergei Milankovic have been, Ooh. we've been linked with him for so long. For so long. Now, this I, is, I stopped thinking about This him, is man. my <laughs> debate. True, What's man. your take in the Juve team? Mm. Would you rather have Pogba, who we know can do it in the Serie A, has goals, has passing, has flair, has dribbling, and has strength. Or Sergei, who that is, such is a just so technical, he's so Liverpool. strong, he's so rugged. I feel like Pogba is more lo stile mm-hmm. Juve. Yeah, but I agree, man. Sergei is a good player, man. He is. Sergei but, is and Sergei costs a lot of money. Pogba's free. So I would just go for Pogba. Also, for with reason, Pogba, be besides the whole thing, you, you have, you're buying a world-class player again, something that yes. Juve uh-huh. need to do, like, and to, to the keep the relevancy. Side. Exactly. Pogba probably thinks to himself, oh, I was at my best at Juve, go, I want to go back to Juve. World Cup winner as well, so well, he has the mentality of a World Cup winner. He's a champion, he's a champion. Milinkovic Savic then, okay, he, he does have a great mentality, it's something I can't fault him he for. He knows but the league. He knows the league, which is, which is insane. But Lazio, you know, yes. that, that, that that's my seen debate. So we're all unbeatable, but I wanted to get like a neutral yeah. point of view. I'd, I'd be, I'd be in for sure. Pogba. I think the fact that he's free as well, it just it, that that makes it obvious. And then the can fact we, that we he's take free. It player as player. Then. Okay, player, player for player, I would still say Pogba. Agreed. Yes, say Pogba. me too, me too. I all mean, right. we're talking about a player who's an international star. He's done it on every stage. Like I also think Pogba has the personality and the characteristics. To make him more likely to flop than Sergey, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I would take that risk for full flow 2015 or whatever yeah, it was. Yes. Paul fucking Pogba. Also, oh, I've seen Pogba pull, 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 pull things out of his hat that I haven't seen any yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, he is exactly. a Genuinely game changer. Man. He is Genuinely a game changer, man. which is what I keep saying. Juve's level, they have to be game changers. You need to sign the Pogba's, like you, you know. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. you can't have a team of Pogba's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you heard it here first, guys. Pogba to Juve, it will happen. You Confirmed by Confirmed. Steve Colero. And Cargat. Jake Fennec. Matt Fennec. We would all like to see Pogba back at Juve. Some for obvious reasons because they want to win the league. And some just for the entertainment factor of his, you know, scoop turns and long passes and, and long driven shots as well. So we'd definitely like to see that. Before that, before that, I'd like to shout out Marquisio and Mandzukic, who were both insane players for you, right? Massive players. And didn't, didn't have the, the goodbye they deserved. I, I agree, particularly Mandzukic, shouting him on the left so and him coming in clutch there, there so was nuts. He got a nice goodbye by the, from the Milan fans, though, Mandzukic. Mandzukic has a winger mounting and in a full-back trying to... League Calabria's nightmare. Brabushata goal, against final Madrid. against her. The 4-1 before the goal collapsed. I've never felt so happy. Jake, remember that night? I, How I that do, night I ended up? Well, that you, was, guys, you guys uh, want to finger at someone that night? <laughs> you, there was a night. <laughs> Juve lost the Champions League final. PN lost the election. And Juve got, oh, Juve, Steve got fucked up. He got so drunk. I've never seen him drunk in my life. Like, I was next to my throw up. <laughs> <laughs> was that the... When, when you puked like that, there's, there's that video. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was the same night. So welcome back to our question segment, guys. So just to give you a little update, Jake has now left because he has a he has a lesson. He's a teacher, so he needs to 
Harry to that. So it's just myself, Steve, and Carl now. Um, and we're going to be, as usual, reading out the listener questions and going through them one by one. So firstly, I want to give a big shout out to Gabriel. Gabriel has been, so we've met each other before because he he's a massive follower of Free Hour, which is the, the company I work for, um, a media house in Malta um, and a student app as well, the largest on the island actually. Um, and he's shown us great love and he's even followed my, uh, followed my career onto this podcast. So great appreciation to you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Don't know if you're still at the Rainforest Cafe and playing football, but, but I hope you're excelling at both. So he asked the question, the Dybala situation. In reality, it's a bad loss because even if you wanted to remove Dybala, him going on a free is the worst case scenario. Do you think Dybala is asking for a bit too much? What do you guys think? He asked for 8 million a season. For the calibre of a player he is, do you think that that's a fair ask? In my opinion, 8 million is a bit too much considering his injury. Mm. Uh, Dybala without injuries, 8 to even 10 million because he performs consistently 100%. and he is one of the stars of mm-hmm. our team. Our team depends on him. Now, I also agree with you that losing him on a free is literally the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, in today's football, there are so many players holding their clubs hostage if they want to leave. It's become normalized. Mm-hmm. I think at this mm-hmm. point, if big players want to leave, they're no longer those like, okay, we saw Neymar, Mbappe, 200 million splashes. But exactly. nowadays, these huge players, they just leave on a free because they save on transfer fees and they can get a better wage. Exactly. What do you um, think, God? Uh, I think losing him on a free is sad. It's very sad, especially when the last few years have been huge numbers, tossed, huge numbers tossed at him, especially from the Prem. Um, but as you're saying, eight million is way too much for such an injury-prone player. Way too much. I would agree. Just to back up Steve's point a little bit with regards to players leaving on a free, it's obviously more of a theme now because players do view themselves as businessmen. At the end of the day, they're making five to six million a season. They start viewing themselves as, as you know, their own their own CEO. So I guess putting themselves out there on a market where you don't need to go through the club first in order to satisfy your wages um, and to get you on a move away to a move that you subsequently want to take on. For sure. I think I think that's become the, the new norm of players. It's they view themselves as businessmen and they want to get that. I think that's that a really good point, actually. Um, however, it does suck losing players it on hurts. a free. It hurts. And like, if we had lost him two years ago, as I mentioned earlier, because we've spoken about this point already, mm. that 70 million, 80 million offer from Tottenham, where he was offered 12 million, 15 million, I'd yeah. be like, okay, this makes sense. But losing him on a free, once again, what stings the most is Juventus not even offering him a contract that's things. Give him something yeah. low. Maybe he accepts mm. just for the passion of the club. Then he really becomes a club legend. Exactly, and it's that. Um, give him the chance to give to, him, to give him that the chance. Legend, like give 100%. him the chance. It's a it's a sad ending to a, a love story that was looking beautiful, but but it's turned to a bit of a, a the notebook scenario with the tragic with the tragic ending. Bro, you're the only one that watched that film. I'm the only one in touch with my emotions here. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel then went on to make a, another point. He said, the current board is shit. We need some changes because they are truly driving players out. He mentioned Dybala, he mentioned Del Piero back in the day. Okay, Del Piero might be a bit of an exception because he was nearing the end of his career, but Dybala's move in particular. Do you think that it's um, a fault from the board for not satisfying him? Or do you think there's more of an issue coming from modern players? As in, I think it's, it's a mix of both. It's a whole dynamic. Um, Obviously, the board would have wanted him to stay. I am sure they would have wanted him to stay. Then again, the man gets fucking injured every three games, man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? The man gets True. injured every no, three games. No, for sure. They're not long injuries, but they're consistent. 
I mean, he once again hasn't been able to play in the Champions League later stages. That's we're good. so crazy. We're good mm-hmm. for the group stages because he's there, he's playing, he's performing, he's scoring. We enter the later stages around February, he's usually out. Yeah. And Facts. this isn't someone we can have as our main man investing 8 million plus. However, uh, I disagree on the point where the board is a complete failure because how can you call a board a failure where we have won nine Scudetti in a row? I mm-hmm. don't think a board that is able to do that and can even the ever signings be pull off are, are, are good signings. I wouldn't complain about the board directly, especially oh, yeah. in this case. It's a bit of a mess. It's a bit of a mess. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the board particularly just to to back up what what you guys are saying. I don't think there need there there should be some tweaking maybe yes. done in certain areas. However, it doesn't need an overhaul or, or, or the club or a has lost its compassion. It's mm-hmm. become too much of a corporate business mm-hmm. where you know we love these players, we love the baller. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. he's he is an icon for us. But once again, the board has become a bit more selfish, and everybody knows the Juve compassion over the years has died down. We've seen it yeah. as he correctly mentioned from the Del Piero era. I mean, we let Buffon go. You know, to Marquisio yeah. was, was a, Marquisio was a also. terrible one. You know, so mm-hmm. yes, Juventus. We are a business. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, the yeah the point to mention about about Agnelli and, and Ferrari. Ah yes, yes. As in that could help. Like Ferrari doing better, earning some money from there will always help the the Agnelli mm. Leclerc, dynasty. Leclerc, Leclerc signs doing <laughs> performing. Yeah, we can we can only hope. We can only Do you hope. follow that at all? Do you follow F one? Not as much as you do, Matt. Okay, so. completely, completely. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, yes. With using piece of Ferrari, Ferrari, of course, of course. Of course. Of course. Nice. I'm looking forward to having a few conversations no, no, about Ferrari. I'm very, I'm very passionate. Nice. It sucks that they're the Agnelli family because I'm a Milan fan, but I'm back in Italy at the end. But of don't the worry, day. Agnelli. At the end of the day, Juve is his priority. Don't get me wrong, but there mm-hmm. has also been where Juve were in a shit. Like we needed investment, and Agnelli just randomly bought a shoe company for fifty-five million. Agnelli is a business. And we were like, he is described. The Agnelli family is described as the royal family in Italy. Yes, which, which it's I, a dynasty. If you have Ferrari and Juve, the two biggest fucking that's brands amazing. in, in, that's in Italy, that's because yes. <laughs> running it up for sure. Gabriel then went on to say if Juventus want to play like those golden age days then they need to stop playing this ultra defensive football that they play Juve showed that they could play attacking football when, when needed the most memorable when they were down 3-0 to Real on aggregate and then they scored 3 but conceded to a Cristiano Ronaldo penalty to get knocked out if Juve play that attacking football they'll be in the clear do you think that because for, just to kind of give you guys some leeway to, to get going I would say that this, as long as uh, Allegri is in charge, this is a tried and tested system that works for Juve. Is it ideal? Maybe not. The fans might get a bit frustrated with it. Obviously, they saw it for a long period of time. But you guys, you saw Juve winning nine Scudetti in a row. A lot of them were under Allegri. How much does that impact you, that negative football? That you watch your team and you're not excited for it. Um, so... At this point, as a fan, I'd love to see some beautiful technical football. I am I'm done with the one nils and winning nice good at in a row. I'm fine with nine in a row. We cannot win one for another two years. The dominance and has been set. The dominance has been set. We can grow into a beautiful style of play, give two years a miss, whatever. I'd, I'd trade that I'm ready for, it for beautiful well. football. Mm. I, I would, 100%. I'm ready as a fan. Okay. Especially since the, the, this... this, this um, Whatever this pl- style, style of play yeah. hasn't hasn't been fruitful in the Champions League at all. So, yeah. so whatever, bring we've, on the next. We've tried it. It works domestically. It doesn't work in the Champions League. We need to be a bit more assertive, a bit more dominant. We can't just let the other team play their game and hope they slip up. And then mm-hmm. on our one chance, we score. It's not a reliable way. But 
to Allegri's honor be said, he has won so many trophies. Yes, yes I mean, how can you call a man who has won so much a failure? You know? No, no, not oh, a failure yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, just ready for yeah. like yes. I don't it's done, done, tried and tested, works in Italy, not that much in Champions League, but I'm ready for the mm-hmm. next. With the Give me project. some sorry ball or period. I, I, I was ready. I was, I was ready, ready for, 100%. For the thing is, Juve, you guys, you don't want to be just domestic kings. You want to be Real Madrid. You want to be Barcelona. Yes, you, yes. Want, you want to be all Please. these guys. So you're, you're. It's not like you lack ambition. Maybe a lack of ambition would be settling for Allegri to kind of just get back to that domestic kind of overhaul. But if you want to look at the Champions League as well, then that's maybe where you look at, okay, let's sacrifice two seasons, three seasons under a young progressive manager as Zidane, Pirlo, someone of the sort. Uh, maybe an, and I feel like base. the Juve fan base is ready. We're ready to sacrifice two, three years just for a complete for sure. change in cycles. You man. can't get these players who have been playing four years as counter-attackive negative football to go the next season and start blasting out Sarri ball. That was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, Sarri came in, he was playing with Allegri's team. Pirlo came in, he was playing with Sarri's team. They mm-hmm. never got in the players they wanted, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Like, Kulovzewski was a complete Sarri purchase. And yeah. then Pirlo found him and he was like, I'm not that's sure it. how to deploy that's this guy. That's so they never got to enjoy their team. As Carl said, I think giving Pirlo the chance would have been a bit more romantic than, than Sarri, I feel like Sarri mm. and Juve, those tracksuits. That's not Juve. It wasn't a brand fit. I'm, that's I'm, not not, Juve. I'm not going to lie. He won the league. Let's not take, so many people consider his year a failure. And and I forget still, about those that he won the league. He still extent, won the league. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and bear in mind, he had essentially the same squad that Pirlo had. Yes. Essentially. Yes, I and, and then And then, you know, Allegri obviously has the same team barring that, that he lost Ronaldo and then he brought a couple of players on board as well. But that just goes to show you the quality of a manager and their adaptability. I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to managers is them going somewhere and just adapting. As a player, you could maybe slip up a couple of times and it, it'll be romanticized. Oh, we need to give him time. He, he needs to get uh-huh. used to the culture, the language, whatever. People tend to forget that when the manager is 50 years old with experience behind him, he's still taking his family to a totally different country, putting his kids in new school. He has the pressure over there. Wife might be unhappy, boyfriend might be unhappy, whatever. And it's this new scenario that they need to get used to. So. I think, like you guys said really well throughout the podcast, managers for Juve need to be given more, more time for sure. It. And just another point on, on Allegri, I think him coming back this season was a smart move from the board, especially since we were so close to missing Champions League last year. Mm-hmm. It was not the season to change our football, it was not the season to risk it. Just make sure we get Champions League again, especially like with like Ronaldo, I don't think was... was was still there when Allegri came back, no? Yes, the plan was he was, was still there. Exactly. Yeah. But, but he played one game, he came on as a sub, scored, ripped his shirt off, and, 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 got okay, out, right. and they got a yellow card. But, but I do think it was, it was a, a safe enough bet to just guarantee Champions League the following year. But Carl, you didn't see that as a sign of weakness? Yes, second, but maybe we were weak this season, maybe we the were. The second, the Juventus, that, saying, Juventus like, didn't mm-hmm. win the league, complete panic, let's bring back Allegri. It we wasn't not win the league, yeah, we were, we were, we were. A goal away from missing out of the Champions League. It was it, like if if it if there was a season to okay, let's drop everything and just bring back the guy who can give it to us and whatever. And our, like we see from next season, it was this season, which which mm-hmm. to an extent I respect the board for. They've been shot on a lot and Allegri escaped or whatever. Is, it, but, but it, it is, however, I get that it's a good move. It was it was it was, it was an, an obvious move, but I think 
steering away from Allegri and trying out Sarri, trying out Pirlo. That was you who wanted to make that shift. We had the Allegri period. How are we going to progress as a club now? Exactly. And that has been totally halted by getting Allegri back. Agreed, completely. But he's making the most of it. He onboarded Vlaovic. That will be at Juve, ideally, for you guys, for the, next, for for the foreseeable fucking future. Zakaria as well. He's bringing some structure back into the team. So maybe, just maybe... Defensively, we're solid again. Exactly. I mean, we used to concede so many goals. Our defense was a mess. Allegri just fixed that up in, uh-huh. in, a, exactly. in the first 10 to 12 games. Mm-hmm. We were back to our old Juve. A few weeks back. You know, just absorbing. We could absorb. I remember against with Pirlo, we were so free. Yeah, yeah. Every attack, it feels Facts. your balls in your throat. Literally, literally <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And to be honest, I still have the lingering effect of that. I'm not that confident yet. When I see an attack, I always have a bit of a... That's the one nil, though, because we're only one nil. Sure, you're right. It's you're right, you're right. Or, maybe, or, or maybe it's Chesney. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be as well. Um, Gabriel's final point was then, he said, I'm to replace Chiellini. I'm so glad Demeral's only out on a loan because he's great. Can be clumsy sometimes, but so was Delict in the beginning, and look at him now. So two points that we've already covered. Obviously, Delict has grown a lot over the course of the season. He flopped ass in the beginning, and now he's like you picking said, up. picking up a lot and so much better when he has someone weaker or less For experienced sure. to his to his side. Demiral, Demiral. So, option to buy for 28 million for, for Atalanta. I think it's a steal. I, think, he, I, I think he's basically gone also. I think they'll exercise it. They have new ownership that are going to have, yeah. what, 45% of the, of the club at, at their hands, or, or even more, like 49 or something of the sort. Just so, under 50, so they can exactly, take majority. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, the direction is still in, in Atalanta's original owner's hands, but now from a financial standpoint, they are funded. They're funded. So I think they'll take them around. No reason. No reason not to. No reason not to. He's been good. He has been very good. Yeah, he had great games against Juve. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. He he pocketed Morata. Uh (laughs) Think think about the fire under his eyes when he when he goes to play Juve. And he is kind of a vengeful player, you know. Yes, yes, I'm he's a complete sure he emotion. Exactly. And in a defender, it's, it's bad because you go in for those extra attackers sometimes. And he is but you need it. You need it, man. Is there someone you would pinpoint as a good replacement for Chiellini? Now, I'm not thinking exactly long term like Chiellini, but a centre back you would like to see play alongside Delict, barring Bonucci. Hypothetically, as a bit of an investment. Yeah, yeah. I would love Bastoni. Oof. I think Bastoni, ah, his range, one, his range, yes, of course, completely mm-hmm. hypothetically, realistically, mm-hmm. if we could get in on the Bremer Botman chase, yes, I'm all for that. But I, I mean, stay away from fucking Botman. Do do <laughs> do, do, do us all a favor. <laughs> you know, Bremer would be a great fit, though. I agree. But, uh-huh. And we've also been linked to the centre back of Dortmund. He's very good as well. But um, like his name slips my mind completely. But anyway, he's interesting. But I think Bremer and Botman are a lot more established. Mm. I'd say. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name. I know that there's Hummels. I've heard Rudiger being named. Rudiger. Rudiger is I, I highly rate Rudiger. I For think, sure. As in he's old, so he's not exactly what we need. He's still fast. He's still fast and he is still a monster, man. Yes. Still no, no, I'd, I'd happily take I'd happily Rudiger. Rudiger. Ah, Rudiger is fantastic. And, and he's got that kind of rough, kind of tough mentality that, that Chiellini had. There was a game, I think... I forgot who the striker was, but he just bit him on the back in the Champions League. He's like, we're going to play dirty. And he just pants to him with his fucking mask on. And he loves a good run-up run run field, man, which I love from a defender. A good uh-huh. run-up field. It's the club, you, no, know. He's, you know, this he's great. Delict has been doing it recently yes, yes, with yes. the one-twos. Yes, he's yes. slowly mm-hmm. getting up. Literally, I've realised, I've realised. He's expressing himself a little yeah. bit more. Um, 
Fuck me, it would be great if you guys could get that Ajax manager, man. Uh, interesting, interesting take. But I, I don't really think about managers anymore. Will man, we give them time? Point. That's the thing. Will we give I, them I don't time? Know. I, I don't know. He didn't win the Champions League in his first year. Sacked. I think it needs to be romantic for you guys to give them time. But keep in mind that that was with Ronaldo, man. The second, the year by year. So like eager to get rush, a coach and rush and whatever I'd say was heavily based on Ronaldo. When you, when you invest so much in a player and a brand in whatever, you gotta want to get the most out of it. And the most out mm. of it was simply the Champions League. It was literally. one goal. It was literally. one goal. Literally, literally. Um, let's move on to Joe Portelli's question. Massive shout out to Joe. He helps us a lot on the pod. He gives us ideas. He sorts out some of our social media as well. Um, I think he's gonna go watch the Milan Atalanta game as nice. well. That, amazing, that Joe. Amazing. amazing. I'm jealous, so, Joe. I I hope I hope you do. He's always there. This fucking guy. He's he's always in. He's always in Milan. I'm so I'm jealous. I'm so jealous, man. Hey, man. He asks. So it's it's a it's a double parter basically. Why can't you win a Champions League? Or rather, why do they dominate so much in Italy and then Champions League a disaster? Now this obviously, Joe. It's a Juve episode, so we've we obviously for for obvious reasons we've gone through this quite a bit throughout the episode. But but we'll have some space to discuss more of this. Obviously. Um, what we discussed previously was the negative football of Allegri not translating from Serie A to the Champions League in, in, a, in a positive way. Do you think the Champions League promotes more progressive football and that's why, that's why Juve struggle over in there? In my opinion, the level is just higher. It's a level Juventus aren't used to. Mm. I'm not saying the Serie A, Serie A recently has picked up completely. Yes, like from a few years back, Inter, Milan, yes. Napoli, they've all picked up. Even Roma. Even Roma. They mm-hmm. brought in That's Mourinho. Right. I never thought Roma would be able to bring in a manager like a, Mourinho. A, a, of that That's a huge move. And that is That's a, a Cristiano Ronaldo effect as well on the team. A similar, a similar yes, effect. More sure. eyes on the league. Mourinho is, is he's a brand as well. Exactly. Like we, we mentioned players, Mourinho is his mm-hmm. own thing. Like. It was one of the most surprising ones of, of the season. I, Mourinho to I didn't think. Mourinho. To be honest, I expect him to do better. I did expect him to do a bit better. He's picking he's up. He's picking up. Hopefully, they give him another they season. They have a, <laughs> a similar. They've made it clear that it's a three-year project. They've nice, given him. Nice. It's clear. They have a similar problem to to you guys, Roma, where they get wins, but they can't score from open play. Well, they do score maybe. Rarely, yeah. Huh? To a month from from open play, but they should have signed the top scorer of Serie A. Maybe should have. Ah, bro, but it's difficult to get them from their neighboring club in Lazio because Immobile is the top scorer. <laughs> Out. <laughs> no, what the problem is like exactly? Juve were like, okay, um, we're not scoring. What do we do? Okay, who's top scorer? Vlahovic. Okay, let's sign. Bring him. Always, Juve. Bring it same thing with Higuain, man. Yes. It's the same it's thing. Twenty-three or something. Have, it's a joke. I love it. Young. I love that you would do that. It's it's, it's big, amazing. It's big, 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 big again. Just go and buy. What do you think, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> about about Juve signing Vlaovic. About Juve signing the players they need from the direct competition with, without skipping a beat. Oh, like. you guys yeah, are fucking. You guys are the Bayern Munich of the league when it comes to that. You get deals coming in and you get deals going out. We you pay guys for are, We pay for our players. Yes, but but you're very good at making a markup of your players That's as business. well. At Pogba one, for example, that was the biggest for stunt sure. I've, 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 I've fucking sure. seen. Even in Serie A. Biggest coups I've ever had. Hollywood sure. didn't sell him for 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 exactly. for, for anything, mm-hmm. but but he was he was a great signing, massive. Mm-hmm. massive massive. No, you guys massive, are massive you guys signing. are definitely the best in the league when it comes to doing this business. Now we're seeing Milan do it really really well, where yes. they're not getting players in their prime. They're either getting Inter them. Also have improved. They're either spending nothing Why on them <laughs> when they're older, so then they don't lose any money, or is they're catching them young, developing them, and either they become club legends or they sell them at a the market. Sure. Milan have the same team they had two years ago, but those players have no. 
now matured and they're just so much exactly. better. Exactly. I mean, Process. okay, bar Tonali, who has just been an exceptional case, I thought he would have needed another two years. Mm. Tonali has now become one of the best midfielders in the Serie A. Yeah. Like, for me, Barella is extremely overhyped. I'm going to get so much hate for it, but okay. I think Barella is okay. extremely overhyped and Tonali is mm. in that level. Mm. Now, Barella this week will probably do a bicycle kick oh, assist. Probably. <laughs> probably. 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 I think even my father, who has been a diehard Inter fan, has been like Barella since the Euros hasn't been the same. And he thinks he's also extremely overhyped. Mm. I, I mean, he, he, he dipped when Inter dipped, to be, to be fair. He I lost think he, he started and became Rabio. Yeah, yeah. The second I mean, Brozovic couldn't play anymore. Inter lost their complete yeah, moment. Just, this is they have Barella. No, mm-hmm. this exposed Barella completely. He mm-hmm. lost Brozovic. You give us Brozovic, man. We're so excited. Brozovic is so good. He's I so wish good. if there was Brozovic one player, it would probably there be was one. There was a clip where he would pause the ball, move the ball. He follows the ball. Wherever the ball is, he's there. He's always open. He always makes the pass. And he doesn't stop running. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. doesn't he's a, he's a stop running. Me and Drake uh, talk about this a lot on the pub. They're, they're heavily um, Brozovic-reliant. And uh, as soon as he's gone, the team just doesn't take the way, sure. the way it should. And obviously, he, he does... He, Barella normally fits in pockets of space um, that are created by Brozovic. Brozovic can play him in, and Brozovic would get that pre-assist assist. Agreed. He'd play the ball to Barella, and Barella would find that there assist. There isn't a goal where Brozovic hasn't had an impact. Exactly, but when when Brozovic is out, then we see we see um, my God Inzaghi trying to play Barella as a direct replacement of Brozovic. You can't. But just in front of the defense, and that simply doesn't work. Hakan, he tried. So, so he tried that with Hakan as well, and they failed miserably. But aha, uh-huh. let's a point about the Champions League thing. I think it, it's, mm-hmm. it's something that we forget a lot is that the two finals we came against. One of them was the Barca of Messi's name, and the other one was the ultimate Galacticos. Real Madrid, two yeah, Champions yeah, Leagues, whatever. BBC, so, Real Madrid, and Messin, Barca. Like, like the two biggest teams of the last five, five, five ten years nearly, yeah, for, for sure. sure. So mm-hmm. we were unlucky from that point. We got to the final. We, we've, we came across hard teams on the way. It wasn't an easy part in neither of them. Yes, for sure. Um, and, and we did scuff the final. It's sad. But, but I do think there's an element of unlucky. If we came up against, I don't know, recently there was a final. Who, who was it the last season? PSG. Bayern and there was Stockholm, Liverpool like you know what I mean all great teams but they're they're not the the best last team of the last 10 years and Juve weren't on that level back then they they aren't now either Mm -hmm. but but back you know, the level is I mean, different. The no, level no. was they were best team of the last 10 years for sure like like even when when Juve were in those finals I don't think they entered from from the semi-finals onwards I don't think they were ever favourites there was the the final against Barca when you guys lost 3-1 I believe it was you beat Real Madrid over two legs yes yes and Ancelotti's Real Madrid were champions European champions at the time Um, but I don't think you were ever favourites and and I think going in as underdogs all the time mentally mentally mentally, it's going to affect the club 100% and let's keep in mind MSN BBC exactly exactly a great social media platform and a great news (laughs) broadcasting platform as well I have a question for you Carl because we've been knocked out by Ajax Leon, Porto, Villarreal. Because we're always saying because we're the underdogs. We've gone in now as the what's the opposite of an underdog? The favorite. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I go as the overdog. <laughs> and we lose anyway. Uh, what's uh, the problem? Because okay, we go in as the underdog mentally it right. affects us. We go in as the favorite, we lose anyway. Like you're right. I hope honestly in the last sixteen, the knockout stage, I hope we get a better team because I feel like you have performed better. Again, when I saw us get Villarreal, I was like, shit. I'm always more scared when it's a worse team. Give me, give me. Yes, 
Tottenham, I, I wanted City. Literally, right? I wanted even City. City. I'd love to see that game. Give me Manchester City. Like, I was ready for Like, we got trashed by Chelsea this, this, this year. That's we not won. We won one, but then we got smacked. Uh-huh. The one game Bernadeschi played in his role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I would say on this, on this topic of, of losing when being favourites as well when it comes to Juve and the Champions League. It, it has come to a point now because of Juve's history in the Champions League. There would be such pressure Immense. from Agnelli to the board, from the board to Allegri, from Allegri to the players. And that is not going to do the team any good. And I feel like these traditions, like for example, Piontek not scoring against Inter. He didn't score in two games. Everyone started talking about Piontek doesn't score against Inter. Now he never scores Slam. against Inter. And it's the same thing with Juve in the Champions League. That mentality block. Side note, I'm so happy he's finding his form again, Piontek. Ah, same, I like him. I'm happy for him. I just love the celebration. I adore it. I adore it. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's, that's my take. Well, what do you guys think? I think the pressure is enormous and there's that mental block for yeah, him. Yes, completely. Completely. It's, it's a mental block. I mean, at this point, there's so much pressure built up. You even need to win. You even need to win. That the players aren't able to perform. It's They're the too busy thinking. Which is mm. why I think Allegri panicked and changed his tactic for the home game. What I mentioned earlier, mm. we play this negative football the whole season. We go into a home game with a 1-1 away draw. You know, seal the deal. Bala pressure, possession, possession, possession. And you don't play this football. They don't. So I feel like... The, the pressure from the board to Anieli to everyone, you know, all the way down to Allegri and onto the players, forced this negative I, I feel decision. like, with the Villarreal one in particular, um, there was a huge pressure on it, huge, 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 as you're saying. And I feel like Allegri would have wanted to take as much control over the game as he could have, which makes sense when there's huge pressure over a game, and that just totaled everything. It just For sure. put mm. everything in, in like... It collapsed. Not, not, not what the football they used to play. Exactly. It collapsed. I, agreed. Agreed. Um, I think that's the end for for this, guys. I, I know that there's potentially more we could have covered, but we're almost two hours and so on to keep this as, as consumable as possible. I think this went really well and we should we should get you guys on board. On it was board. great. Yeah. It was great. That's yeah. so much fun. That's you guys are comfortable. It was amazing. I like that. No, it was great. I, I like that. It was, it was fun. Now, me and Carl are off day drinking. Let's go. We're going to, I think... Smoke so many cigarettes. Oh no, can I say that? Uh, yes, I say yes, that about you. We're, we're gonna smoke so many cigarettes that we're not gonna be able to talk tomorrow, and we're gonna drink so much alcohol that we're I have work tomorrow. Man doesn't, so that's fine. Exactly. Amazing. Totally I will be in the hotel. Respect. Just want to give a massive shout out before we close off to Zach Chapara, the CEO of Free Hour. Brother, thank you so much for letting us use the office today. It was massive help. We managed to dish this one out nice and quickly. Thank you, Zach. Beautiful office. Very, very nice office. I sit, I sit there. I don't know. I don't know. About <laughs> <it. Yeah. laughs> thank you very much, brother. I look forward, as always, to being back to work on Monday. I hope this weekend passes really quickly. So <laughs> wake up bright and early on a Monday. Exactly. Wake up, hit the gym, and then get straight to straight back to work. What a lifestyle you need, Matt. Hey, Jesus. hey. See me, I'm all I'm all woke and shit now, living my best life. Podcast, exercise. Hey, what man. How does he do How it? How does he do it? Yeah. My God, my idol. Who, who knows? You the know. crippling depression as Bro. well. Let's keep that out of it. <laughs> But thank you very much, guys, for being here. It was really, really fun. Like I said, we'll do this again. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, we're on Instagram, Twitter. We're on YouTube as well. Debatable, are we really on YouTube? We're on TikTok as well, (laughs) at Seria Spotlight. Give us a follow, share your love, and we'll see you guys next week. Ciao, guys. Thanks.